All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Tea Time. It is 7.06, Friday the 1st, September 2023. We are in the University of Florida Library. Do you know what library we're in? Library West. Library West, West Side. Um, I'm here with Joshua. Hello. What it do? Josh is wearing a hat. I, I am not. A lot of differences between us, Josh. Mostly the hat. Mostly but the hat. Yeah. I'm not a hat guy. I don't know. Are you a hat? Like, obviously you're a hat guy. I am. Largely in part because I'm balding. Yeah, but I'm balding too. I just don't feel like... I just can't wear a hat. Same. We're not the We're same. not the same, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, going, it's coming back. It's coming back. You see them. They're, ah. they're peaking. Ah. Wrong lighting. Get, get me down. Just start with the hats now. So then I just fine. don't like I don't like them. I feel like like they like just trap me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like people who don't like wearing shoes, you know? I'm like that for hats. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, uh <laughs> So you went to Tajikistan. What was Tajikistan like? Oh yeah, I did. What is what what do they do there? What is what it like is it a big vacation spot where you did you feel threatened like did you like is the dictatorship were you worried about them are they communists are they not communist no they're not uh and no i, I felt really safe when i was there um oh, sorry <laughs> um yeah i felt really safe when i was there honestly in some ways safer than america so really mm, yeah yeah why is that well i was in the big city um, is there a city like, is it, because I've found that some cities are like, even though they're big, they're kind of dirty in some mm-hmm. countries, like the cleaning's not that good, or like, did you feel unsafe? Were things like well-maintained? Like, was it, did it feel like it wasn't exactly like a modern city, or mm-hmm. like, what was, what was yeah. the deal? I think it's good to keep in mind, I think for me, like, I was probably the wealthiest, nicest part of the city, mm. of the country. What so, city was it? Dushanbe. So, um, so it, I mean, it was like in a lot. It's weird. It's hard to describe because, like, in a lot of ways, it was just like, you know, I mean, it, some things were just like, um, like America, and it's like, oh, that's just that's just normal. Like a store, you just go buy bread. Like. Yeah, yeah. And then other ways, it's like, okay, this is totally different. Um, I think they're developing like a lot, even over the last couple of years. Um, it was insane. Everywhere you looked, every street, there was a crane because they were just building a ton of buildings. Mm. They're just like, you know what? Gives jobs to a lot of people. Mm. Just building. Just stuff. build shit, yeah. And it's like half the buildings would be like empty. <laughs> really? Yeah, there'd be like a ton of these big, nice buildings that would be empty. But they were building them and they looked is, cool. Is it like the government paying for this? Like, do you know who's like where it's coming from? It depends. What's crazy is there's this like um, giant, like they're building a giant new building, like government building, but like there's a ton of Chinese people who are building it, uh. and they lived on site, and they just like worked like crazy there. Because um, that's something like China was known for, like just building a shit ton of infrastructure. Like they're known for having giant ghost cities yeah. that nobody lives in or like bridges to nowhere. It's like there's this huge 50 lane road and nobody's using it because it was like, just build as much infrastructure as possible. And it's like, yeah, but there's no demand for this kind of infrastructure. I think they have the same mentality right now. 
they're just like go 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 yeah, like so, i mean there's just like a ton of freaking cranes everywhere. i wonder if they're north korean because there's like a big thing of like um there's ports in um I don't know which NATO countries, but like somewhere in the Baltics or something like that, mm-hmm. there are ports and North Korean workers being used by other countries, and they're like hush hush about, it, and they'll go and they'll work on like boats or they'll, you know, build buildings. Dang, that's crazy. Like um, in Russia, they have a lot of like North Korean logging camps because it's so isolated; they can keep it just like North Korea. But you know, the Russians get like slave labor. Basically, it's like super cheap, and the North Koreans are like slave labor that's slave unreal. labor that's but, unreal but it still pays more than like North Korean jobs so they can go and work there and like send money back to their families and they're just mm-hmm. living in a logging mm-hmm. camp and they're still like under the control of Korea because they're in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah. so they can still have like the signs up and everything and like they might even think they're in North Korea they might not know where they are that's crazy yeah I don't know I mean the only thing that I saw like that was like that one building that it seemed like China was paying for mm. for free no no favors mm. to return um and like all the workers that were working on it were Chinese and they all wore yeah like these blue uniforms with yellow hats do the Tajiks look like Mongolian in any way or was it very much like kind of Slavic looking because it kind of mushes over there doesn't it yeah it's like a mix of things I, I guess you could say like I feel like their facial expressions like a lot of them they, they like they seem they look like Slavic in terms of their just like, like they always look they're like pissed and depressed maybe i'm stereotyping i just think of like a russian who's just like mm, like yeah honestly kind of some of like a lot of them did but it, it was amazing to me coming from america and going over there and seeing like they just look all like all of them look the same <laughs> <laughs> like there's just like so many people there that just look the same uh-huh and that that was just amazing to me so you like stood out Oh yeah, like absolutely. they were like, oh, minority over here. Well, there were quite a few people who were. Um, I mean, there's there's still some Russian people who are there. There's a lot of Russian influence there. Um, so uh, I think they would come up to me and try to talk to me in Russian because I thought I was Russian some. Mm. But uh, sometimes I would be with like my friends, and um, well, we had one guy in our group who was who was black. And the amount of people that asked to like take a photo with him was <laughs> insane. So, um, do you have a photo with him? I I, I don't. <laughs> um, but he was like, like one time he was just like, "Give me ten somoni, which is their their currency, oh. um, for a photo." And they're like, "No, but we still want to take one." <laughs> like, okay. But they'd always just like, "Come on, like let's take a photo." That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious but which it's not even like like we saw like other black people while we were there so it's like <laughs> maybe they just like him I don't, like, I don't know why like I mean the only thing I can think of is if they were coming from the villages to the big city mm-hmm. um, and then there was like then, then like was holy shit this guy's from another country from another, from another continent yeah like we never see these guys yeah but there was like some white people there and stuff like that but but the, what's crazy is like we were kind of like when they knew that we were Americans and we were speaking English and stuff like that they treated us like celebrities honestly really yeah yeah they're like oh these rich Americans coming in Whoa. yeah if we were to go to like a restaurant like they would like they would like take a picture of us so put it on their social media so that they could be like Americans come to this restaurant really 
that's so interesting. That's because I'm guessing there's not a lot of tourists. I don't think people are like, oh, no. let's go to Tajikistan today. Like, yeah, I mean, how many Americans even know that Tajikistan exists? I, uh, I bet like probably less than twenty percent. I'd I, say. I think so, honestly, because it, it's like. That whole region, the whole Baltics, mm-hmm. is just like a mystery. Because is there's no, if we're not involved in a war, or they're yeah. not like one of the big countries, then you know, and they're not, in, they're in Europe, they're Eastern Europe. No, nobody knows anything about like what is a Kazakhstan, what is Uzbekistan. Like they're well, all it's definitely Asia, but is it in Asia? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like in the mid. It's where it goes over, you know. Like, like, isn't it like? Ooh. Is it it's north? Like, it's by Turkey, right? It would be north of India. North. It's north of India. Over by there. So it's north of Afghanistan. Uh-huh. Afghanistan is like below it. Um, so it's like north of India, and you know, west of China, mm-hmm. south of Russia, south of Kazakhstan. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty close. Well, if you think about, like, the Caspian Sea, you know where the Caspian Sea is? No. Okay. I've heard of the Caspian Sea. <laughs> it's the sea that looks like a sea. The letter oh, C. Oh, oh. I thought you were like, oh, it looks like it's blue. It's got so water I think, in I think it. Yeah, I think the, the Black Sea, the Aegean Sea. Uh-huh. Oh no! Is it uh, the Aegean Sea? No, is it? I have no them. idea. Don't look at me like I'm gonna help you out here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's definitely in. Well, see, there you go. We should get a world approval. map up on this on this thingy, but I don't. We absolutely get like here, the let, me, let me pull it up for you. Do you have the connection least. to this? Or oh, you're just gonna do the thingy? Mm, yeah. Just for your sake. No pasta allowed in this room. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <bad. laughs> um. But yeah, that whole area is just kind of like a blank. So this is this is Europe over here. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And this is this is like where it is. Oh. Yeah. So very Asia. It's yeah. It's not it's, Europe. It is very Asian. So there you go. It's a small country. Ten million people live there. So. Damn. So it's less than Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's probably about the size, would you say, Florida? Maybe smaller? I, I don't know. I don't, it's hard for me to tell. But so, like, what was, like, like, were you, like, have you been to other foreign countries before? Like, have you? No, I had never been to any other country. I love the fact that the only two countries I've been to is um, uh, Tajikistan and the United States of America. <laughs> I love that. Just a wombo combo. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Where, so like what was I mean were they that different like what was are you now like wow my eyes are opened or are you just like yeah they have like weird bread but that's about it like speaking of bread I mean I, I think it, it was eye opening in a lot of ways it was just helpful I think just I don't know how much of it was that country specifically compared to just being in a country that isn't a western like country or just being in a country that's outside of the United States mm-hmm. as far away as possible it's part of the reason I wanted to go there is it's like it's about as far removed from American culture as you can be yeah um so yeah I mean but like their bread they're like oh this naan is sacred to it they, they have a bread called naan it's like circular round uh-huh. and um is it flat because like Indians have like naan yeah it's not like flat it's like like a pita it's like, it's like bread it's like bread oh 
um, like you would get at a bakery or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it, it was it was really good. Um, but they they they're like, oh, it's like sacred, and like ah, I love the sacred might be a strong mm. word, but they're like, we didn't have any food during the war. Uh, uh, like, so like this is what we lived on. So, so it's they're like, not like throwing away extra bread. They don't. Thing. Yeah, they're like, don't throw this away. Yeah, you can't throw this away. Like you have to eat it. Yeah, um, and you gotta place it like on the highest shelf, like in your pantry and uh, stuff like that. Um, but I, I so I just ate a ton of bread while I was over there. I just ate. I had bread for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Would they just the give time. you like bread, and that's that's the meal? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was a like important part uh-huh. of every meal. It felt like so. Like you'd have, I felt like I ate it with like every meal. Huh. So. Cause that's something that's like, like I remember hearing like bread lines, but you never hear about like beef lines or like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like it's like, or egg lines. It's always like, oh, I give me bread or like, like Mm -hmm. I, I read this book about like Russian prison camps and it's like, yeah, everybody was allocated like five ounces of bread for dinner, but like the guards would steal it and shit like that. And like sell it to people uh it was a gulag archipelago oh so it's about this guy who got like captured because he like wrote something he went and he fought in the war and then they saw one of his manuscripts um his name's something solzhenitsyn and anyway he got put in the gulag and he's talking about like the whole process of like they would arrest you for anything then they would torture you and make you confess to things i don't know if i've told you about this like Right, they torture these people because you, they'd be like, "All right, you're here. We know you did this crime. Confess." And you're like, "I didn't do a crime." It's like you did a crime. And you're gonna tell us who all your co-conspirators are. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you've you know you just you been haven't picked committed up. any crime. So what they do is they torture you. They keep you awake for days. They put you. They were talking about like they would put you in these hot rooms that were so hot you would start to sweat blood. They would like stomp on your Bruh. balls. But then they had stuff like that going on. And then he was like, yeah, I heard a story about like a priest who they just swore at him. And he's like, fine, I'll confess. Just stop yeah, you swearing. You always talk about that. Yeah. You always talk about and that. And I'm like, story. I'm like, what a pussy, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, no, I can't. The profanity. Dog, like, that's so lame. That's so important. He, he, knew, he knew what was going to happen to him. He did. So I, I that's guess why, so. Like, that's, why, that's why he said, yeah, you, you know what? I know what's coming for me. Baby. Oh, don't swear. Oh, no. He's like, he's like I'm going out. I sound holy and I don't get my balls stomped. Yeah, bro. It's a win. I guess, yeah, maybe he is smart for it. But, like, so you would have to confess and rat out all your friends for crimes that didn't occur. And then they would, you know, they would, like, throw, you know, if you're a woman, obviously, they, you know, they do terrible things to you. Like, for men. What would they do? They'd rape them. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Why are you Rape is not too proof. Rape is bad. But you know. <laughs> it's messed up, Eric. It's messed up. Hey, hey man. I don't make the rules. I... Oh, my gosh. Listen, the, you know, you can expect that if something illegal is going on where women are being held without their consent, their rape is going to happen. Yeah, I know. I know. That's just. I know. I know. But anyways, so. um. They would like put them on these train. They would, they would, they had like separate parts of the train stations where they would be, so that you can't like call out, be like help, help. And they would, they would like make you, you know, sit naked in the cold, and they would make you run around. And it's like 
they would make it so that you can't like sit and be calm you know it's like oh as soon as you get to the train station they haven't given you any water so they're like go get, go get water and come back right now because we're gonna leave and if you don't you know if you're not back soon they're gonna beat the shit out of you and they would go have to drink water out of like these just like pails that are just sitting out you know it's not like they're giving you like a cup of water so it's like dirty water that you're gonna get sick from <laughs> they would like give you food and sometimes it's moldy but like the things they had it was like they would put the political prisoners in with the real like criminals and so they were known on the train as like they would stuff you into these cars you know and the real criminals would always get to the top bunks and you could tell they were there and then like you know they're like you can't go to the bathroom right so you're just like sh people on the lower bunks are like getting shit on and they have yeah. shit on them and stuff like that and like these once you're put in with the criminals the criminals steal from everybody as soon as you're in there you're gonna get your shit stolen right and if you put up a fight they're gonna stab you and so they steal all the shit and then all that gets bartered with to the prison guards who are stealing all the food so you have to barter the criminals barter with the guards for the food that should have been given to everybody anyways so they're bartering with all the stolen stuff so really the prison guards are making all their money off of using the criminals to steal from the regular ass people which they know because it's like a business it's not like the guards are like preventing the prisoners from doing this they're like yeah i know this guy he's a criminal he's you're gonna go and get all this shit for me out of this card full yeah. of people bro when were you reading this book uh, this is like my before bed book. I yeah, like that's what I was gonna say. You yeah. read this before bed and go, yeah. okay, night night. Yeah, <laughs> just like I'm glad I'm here. That shit sucks. Like they were talking about, like, um, especially over in the um, in like Eastern Russia, they would ship these people on these giant boats, and there would be no windows, and you know they're like shitting on people and seeping through the floors on the lower decks and it's like these people haven't seen sunlight for days and like there were points where like a ship would get like break down on the sea and like the japanese would come and be like hey do you guys want help and they're like no we don't want your help because they knew like if the japanese found out how they were like torturing these people it would be like a terrible incident because yeah. it's just like inhumane conditions because it's you know you think of like making people live in their own shit and not feeding them and stuff like that and you're like that's like you know old style torture but like that's what's going on in the soviet you know the great soviet union yeah you know the new country that's supposed to bring us all forward they're treating these people like dogs just just like worse than animals and yeah. they're starving and living in their own filth and like and then all these people are going to they were talking about like the boats would go to slave colonies that hadn't even been built yet. So it's like you would have to march through the woods ten miles with no coats because they would they would capture you in the winter in the summertime where you're not wearing a winter coat. And then it would take so long because you're going in like there's a midway prison and then they get you to the train station and then they ship you off through the boat and stuff like that. So it takes you you know like months to get to your actual prison destination, and by the time you do, you're in your summer clothes. They're not going to give you prisoner clothes; they can't afford it. So you're in your summer dress. You're hiking through Siberia in the winter time to a camp that doesn't exist because you're being sent out there to build it. So they're literally just like you, you know you're getting frostbitten and dying. You have to go and live in this fucking tent where there's wolves just out there because you're in the middle of the fucking wilderness. And they're like, all right, slave, go build this shit. And Bruh. then you do that until you die. That, that was like, that was a measurement. I think it was in uh, the Holocaust Museum. I saw this. Um, they were like, yeah, they could tell like they, it was time to like throw the person away when their when their ass was flat, because that Bruh. was the last fat and muscle to go. So it's like once your ass is flat, then they're like, all right, you're you're spent. Throw them in the throw them in the oven. Unreal. And you're just like, 
And this was in the Soviet Union? Uh, the ass thing was in was in concentration camps. But everything else, yeah, that's all the Soviet Union. Okay. And there were times, you know, they would arrest people, like, just mass waves. You know, it was like the 1938 arrest was, like, known as, like, one of the worst times where they're just arresting anybody for anything. Like, and they would, they were so crazy because, like, the engineers would go and they'd be like, don't the 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 people are like i want to use this train car this bigger train car on the rails and the engineers are like you can't it's too big it'll bend it or something like that and then the guy asked for it be like you don't believe in like the soviet rail system you have no faith in me comrade like go to fucking jail (laughs) and then they would put the train car on there and the train would break the rail like the engineer said and then they would be like you didn't calculate this right the train broke the rail go to fucking jail jail. and that's like what the fuck? They had some guy who was like the he was known as like the king of the Moscow water system. Like that was his thing. Like it's such a yeah, it's a weird job of like he's like I I make the water happen here in yeah. Moscow, and he had it running perfectly. And then people for some reason like he wouldn't do the stupid shit they asked him to do, and he because he's like protect he's like, like that's his baby. They're like oh do this with the water supply blah 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 blah, and he's like no that's fucking stupid. I'm not doing that. And then eventually he made enough enemies to where they threw him in fucking jail and then they ruined the water supply and then they're like, oh, these fucking, you know, capitalist propaganda, the bourgeoisie is ruining Moscow's water supply. It's like, no, it's all these fucking idiots running the country. They would have like um, the communal farms where it's like you had the option of like joining the communal farm rather than having your own farm. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of implied of like, you join the communal farm or it's like, why aren't you joining us? Are you a capitalist? Are you a pig? Go to fucking jail and yeah. then they'll take your farm. And then you work on, if you actually do join the communal farm, you just like, you work for all this grain, you make a shit ton of grain. It used to be you make the grain, you sell the grain that you don't need. Mm-hmm. There, they're starving in the farms they're literally growing the food and then all the food's being sent to the rich people in moscow and they're starving and they're like what you know what the fuck and then they complain and they get to sent to fucking jail like just a horrible that that's tough it's a good thing we didn't do witch hunts here in america Mm -hmm. for communists because we never did that because we're better than that we never did that we were like no you you can be a communist if you want (laughs) go ahead it's about freedom. But at least, you know, we didn't, like, I don't know, make them slaves. I mean, <laughs> slave labor, prison labor is still legal, but, like... It's a good thing we never had slavery here either. Yeah, we wouldn't do that <laughs> shit. No. Oh, well, what's crazy is there's some people in uh, Tajikistan that were, like, like some of the older people. They mm-hmm. missed the Soviet Union. Really? Yeah. Why? I think because... I, for them growing up in it and stuff like that they're like okay you're going to do this mm. and they didn't have to worry about how am I going to make money for myself how am I going to make a name for myself a living this that the other and it was just told to them in some ways and so I think when on the other side of that they had some more difficulty adjusting mm. that's, that's the short story that I was told maybe some relevance too in the world mm. like oh we're part of the Soviet Union yeah well it'd be weird to be like you know you're growing up and you have pride in your country and then it falls apart you're Mm -hmm. like you're like america yeah america number one and then it like you know falls to pieces and you're like man america was so cool i fucking miss that place like yeah it was just like just florida yeah like that it'd be like ah 
Yeah, I miss the old days when we were like number one. Now we're just fucking Florida. Like, <laughs> eh. I guess something like that. I could see that adjusting into a different world. Too. Well, I know there was like a lot of pride. To, yeah, and like, yeah, it's just not the same system. Like, oh, you know, we work together. We're all in this together. And it's like, nah, that didn't, you know, that fell apart. I don't know. To me, I just think of it more like. Don't be a pussy. Like, I'm like... <laughs> not, like, to them. I'm thinking more, like, when I see, like, Americans, they're like, ah, these people... Like, you know, you have, like, bumper stickers of, like, people being like, I'm gay, yeah, you know? <laughs> and it's like, dude, like, you know, you could have been thrown on, like, a slave ship and forced to work in Siberia. Like, quit, you know? Yeah. Like, stop with all this stupid problem i mean it's a stereotype but i mean part of it i mean it's true like being over there it's like every but every single person i talked to was like oh i want to go to america can you help me get there (laughs) you know yeah yeah and it's like some of some of it is the grass is always greener on the other side Mm -hmm. some of it is america is sold and we've sold ourselves to the rest of the world as like the best place to be mm-hmm. you know all your dreams can come true here it's disneyland it's disneyland yes disneyland is here you know if you just work hard you can make anything out of yourself so it's like that sounds appealing to people who like i mean they don't have much opportunities to do that mm-hmm. at all so so it, it is humbling and it is like really i mean the greatest privilege is like just being american you know yeah. and just the fact that we can go there whereas like they can't really come to the united states because yeah it was some some ridiculous number percentage wise of people who get like a tourist visa or like a a visiting visa or visa or something like that to the united states just stay there yeah <laughs> they just never go back that's the the number one way illegal immigrants come to the country is by plane because they come yep. they fly in tourist visa booms just stay yep so that's why America's like, okay, we're not handing out very many visas to you guys. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's tough to get to America for sure. It's so weird because, like, you know, we're born here. Yeah. So, so there's nowhere else where, like, oh, I got to get to the plate. Like, nobody's yeah. like, oh, I got to get to China. It'd be so great. Everybody's like, fucking China? They're fucking crazy over there, you know? It's true. But, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're so lucky to be born in America. But I think it's kind of like the rich kid of, like, everybody who's poor sees a rich kid. And you're like, man, I wish I was born rich. Yeah. But then the rich kid's like, this is normal. This is, like, yeah. standard, you know. That's yeah, why they're yeah, spoiled. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, I want to fucking, they got me a black BMW. I want a white BMW. <laughs> you know, I deserve this. It's like, right. I, I wish I had a car. And then, you no, know. I mean, no one, like, the car situation over there is insane. I think someone told me this. I There's no way it's true. But that they have the most, like, stolen cars there. <laughs> like, oh, from stolen from other countries and just, like, yeah. brought over there? Yeah. I mean, could you tell? Like, was it, were you, like, oh, what, were I, there this, new cars? The or car like? stories from over there are pretty crazy. Um, a lot of cars are nice. Like, I would drive in taxis all the time. Mm-hmm. They were nice cars. Um, but, that, I mean, some of them were not. There was, like, a ton of way older cars there, too. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, how did they keep this thing alive this long? <laughs> Um. So yeah, but like normally there, I was. I told some people, oh yeah, I got a car. It's like a, it's not much. It's like a 2003, you know, mm. car or whatever. They're like, you have a car, <laughs> you know. It's like these are. I mean, you know, 
probably more well-off people. I mean, they could speak English, a lot of the people I was talking to, because mm-hmm. I speak English, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. Um, and, yeah, just like you were saying, I mean, a lot of them are like, oh, I mean, the, the cream of the crop, if you can get to America, mm. I mean, that's the best. But, you know, if you can get to Russia or, you know, somewhere in Europe or, like, even China, that's that's cool. That's good, too, mm. you know. So, it's weird, like, because, like, you're, if being here, I'm like, it's not, like, free money everywhere, but, like, you look around here and then, like, because, like, I've been to, like, Jordan or something like that, mm-hmm. where they don't have a lot of money, or, like, you know, India or Egypt, and, like, it's just, like, just walking around, it's way nicer here, in my opinion, than it is there. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, I mean, this sounds negative, but, like, you know, in, like, Cairo, mm-hmm. it's, like, dirty. Yeah. And, like, their buildings. I probably said this on here before, but, like, they had to build a highway. Mm-hmm. And, like, there were buildings in the way. So, they cut down half the building. Yeah. So, like, the outside wall is, like, uh, crazy. broken. And you see, like, little squares of different colors because they were different rooms in people's apartments. And they're just, like, yeah, the building was in the way. So, we took down half of it. And you're, like, that would never happen in America. No. And, and it's just like there's so many regulations here in America yeah that's the thing compared to like other countries that's what's crazy I mean just like on every level we, we were at like a water park having a great time mm-hmm. and we were running around no one stopped us <laughs> that sounds so goofy and silly but it's like I mean there's just like so many things where it's like stuff you could just never do in America because mm-hmm. you get sued or yelled at why can't you run I didn't at know a you, water park. I, I think I've ran at Adventure Island before. Man, you got lifeguards yelling at you. I, the second you start running, hey, walk. You know why? It's because if you slip and fall, you can get sued. Yeah. So you, you, there's all these safety regulations and stuff like that. You just don't have that stuff there. Yeah. Like in a lot of countries, and for the better and worse, I mean, it's less fun. No, but I, but I, I remember like in India, it felt raw. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, ooh, I could like die. You know, like <laughs> something about like, like, you know, cause like here I feel like so secure cause it's like, nobody's going to come and shoot me because there's cameras and they'll get caught and the police will DNA and blah, 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 blah. But over yeah. there, I'm like, they don't know who I am. They don't give a fuck who I am. I don't speak their language. Like if I get shot by somebody, it's just going to be like, hmm. oh yeah, looks like you got shot. Or like you look at all their cars, like especially in India, cause they don't give a fuck about the lines. I don't know why they waste yeah. money painting the lines. But, like, all the cars are dented. Every single car has been in an accident. <laughs> like, like I saw an accident happen, like, right in front of me. Like, you just, you, you're naturally just yeah. going to fucking bump into people because it's just, there's no, like, it's just chaos. And, like, over here, it's like, stay in your lane, do exactly, you know, do not yeah, speed. that's a great example. Do not, over there, literally, like, I was in a taxi with a guy. And, one, we were sharing a taxi, which I always thought was weird. It was, like, eight people in one little van taxi thing. I'm like... I'm, well, I mean, I'm a rich American. Yeah. So I'm like, this is like a 50 cent taxi ride. I don't know why we're sharing this. Like, right, yeah, I'll pay an extra nickel. But mm-hmm. like, we're driving. The guy, it's a red light. There's cars in front of us. He pulls over into the opposite lane and drives through <laughs> the red light. Just like, fuck it, I'm not waiting. And it's like, 
over here, if you did that, people would be like, what the hell is going on? Like, mm-hmm. wh- oh my God. Like, that would be, that would make somebody's day. You yeah. know you would hear about it for like, I just like, can't can believe, you believe what happened. Can you believe that? There'd be a video I of it. I was sitting in traffic yeah. this morning. And the, there, it's just like, yeah, I didn't want to wait. Do what you got to do. It's like, and there was no fear of like, oh, I'll get a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's known the cops are corrupt. It's known that you don't pay tickets, yeah. you just pay the cops. Exactly. <laughs> it's just so like. Same thing. It's just raw. Like, here it feels so like built up and, and proper. What was crazy over there is like, most of the seatbelt things didn't work. So you couldn't buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> and if you did, it was, it's like considered rude. To the taxi driver it's like oh you don't trust me <laughs> you don't think i'm a good driver <laughs> even though i do this for a living you don't trust me yeah and it's like no like you're running through red lights. yeah <laughs> that was what was crazy so that that was the the scariest thing but but i mean at the same time it's yeah so i i always wonder this is something i this is the perfect time to, t- to hmm. talk about this because i've been thinking like if like it's all coming together in my mind Mm. (laughs) the puzzles if like all like i mean at this university the university of florida it's pretty international like so many like international students come here for grad school the brightest around the world like if you're really smart you're well off you're you know you're gifted in a lot of ways you you're blessed you have your family comes from a lot of money you get like a lot of good opportunities to like learn english early on and people will value people who learn English and say, okay, you're smart, you're gifted, you know English. Yeah, you can come here and study here at the University of Florida. Mm. All like, like I was looking at the, like, my friend's like catalog, like med school. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of international students there, it's a lot, right? And so it's like, if America's like the land of opportunity and stuff like that, and all the best and brightest are coming to America, not even necessarily to stay here and stuff like that, but to get educated, this and this, 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 this. The, there's like America, and as we become more global, a world connected to each other, mm. are we going to start to see like whole countries? And uh, it's always been this way, maybe, you know, but is it going to become like the evaporating middle class, you know, here in America? Is it, is it could that be a product of the fact that it's like, well, I just, I guess I'm thinking like going to California. I'm kind of all over the place here. <laughs> but like going to California, they, like they love to say, we're like the third biggest economy in the world or whatever. Yeah. And we're just California. It's like all the money's there. But at the same time, there's just a ton of destitute poverty. Hmm. And a lot of normal people can't afford rent there. But it's because there's a ton of higher up Hollywood money. Hmm. Like the average person, like I guess like that money per person there is like ninety thousand dollars or something like that close to a hundred thousand dollars i mean a lot of people there are really poor yeah you know and california is kind of a dump in some ways but it's like is it is it gonna start happening where america's just like um, maybe not even just america but are we just gonna get it to where it's like certain places vacuum up all the value yeah leaving other places as we become a more global economy and more connected as a world is it just going to become like certain places it's like okay all the money's here and now if you want to get the money you just have to go here and it's like 
I don't really know where to go with this. I this mean, is the first I think, time like, it's definitely a problem. Like, they call it brain drain, where all the smart people in certain countries leave because there's yeah. more opportunity, there's more money to be made. So if mm-hmm. you can, you get the fuck out of there. Nobody's like, why would I stay in Tajikistan when I'm smart? I can make a bunch of money. And then that's now they don't have good doctors. Exactly the problem. Excuse me. But I think that's already, like, a thing. Is like... Of course. Like, especially... With Europeans going and colonizing everything. Yeah. And and just like, you know, they bring all the wealth. They come in with the companies. And so they own the companies of like, you know, America starts General Oil or something like that. And so they go over to like Saudi Arabia and they are the ones starting up the plant. So it's like, or like um, General, I don't know if it's General Fruit, but like whatever fruit com- company, right. Chiquita Banana goes down and to the Banana Republics and they're making all the money. And, you know, they're using the cheap labor. Yeah, and, and then, then that's exported to other countries. So, like, nobody in America, you know, is bottling stuff for Budweiser. Yeah. You know, that's, like, all overseas now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so, I'm talking about this is a new problem. It, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's... But it's, like, I'm just, like, man, what what is this going to continue to look like and grow? Because it already, like caused some like severe damage to us where it's like when we started exporting a ton of labor to other countries because it's like oh well they'll do it for cheap mm-hmm. over here and it's like okay but like how does that work long term because now it's like everybody from those countries that's like the the best and brightest and most educated and wealthy are now coming to america and now they're starting stuff mm-hmm. but it's like like how does that affect like cultural identity and like how does that affect wealth in america because yeah i mean you talk about like the middle class as disappearing mm. i don't know like for a while i was like oh that's just a thing they like to say yeah but now i'm like well, okay well, well is that because like all the like like just like all the regular stuff is just getting messed up because now we're like a world economy so stuff like in a fully like self-contained economy Clearly, I know nothing about economics, but like a self-sustained like economy, like you have top to bottom. But if you can just export everything on the bottom to another country, what happens mm. to the bottom that are living in that country? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's it's no like, like poor jobs for poor people because you send those over somewhere else. But it's or like. like so I don't know if I'm making. I'm, but it's just like a weird. I thing. see what you're like saying. I start thinking about more. Yeah, going overseas to another country. Well, I think like now I've heard this is all based on just like stuff I've heard. Like I'm yeah. not, no authority but on we, the subject. We're no experts. Yeah, but like there was a lot of like they call it onshoring of like bringing jobs back to America after mm-hmm. COVID because of people realizing like yeah we're so interconnected but we're also dependent on other countries so if you shut down international trade then you know you can't get this from china and it's like we don't manufacture any medical supplies over here but we and china's not sending anything it's like fuck you know we're screwed Mm -hmm. so i mean there is some onshoring and i think that is like a big i mean i don't know that we've like totally gotten rid of all the middle class jobs like there's an argument to be made that we've changed the jobs rather than being like manufacturing we've changed it yeah. to more of a service-based economy so more like mm-hmm. office jobs stuff like that um but i don't know because you think about it, it's like where does the money come from right yeah like, are we are we still generating money or we're just paying somebody else to make something 
for cheap and then we're buying it from them but we're just slowly like spending our savings account on having somebody else make it rather than making it ourselves and just kind of like making it a regenerating yeah we're spending more money on products but it's money on products in our economy so we're spending more money but it's going to americans and they're still buying stuff and paying taxes and so it still kind of flows within its own system rather than kind of like paying another country to make stuff for us and then getting the products but then they're building up their wealth yeah because you could argue like china wasn't like in like the 50s china was a shithole like ever like yeah china was like like nothing you know it was a bunch of rice farmers and then with the exporting of labor and stuff like that over there Mm. they become the world's workshop they are the number one manufacturing center in the entire world right and and that's built them up to what they are today being the number two economy um but one thing I've wondered about is like what happens once China gets a middle class like once there's like fat Tommy Bahama wearing like Chinese people I think they're gonna be like I'm not gonna go and work in this Foxconn factory where I want to kill myself right and they don't let me kind of thing like they've used slave like not slave labor but you know what i mean like child labor almost borderline slave labor just super cheap labor in certain areas i think but it's like that's because they were in a shithole so they were hungry for it yeah but now that they have money now they're kind of comfy and now they're like you know kids are going to be born where they're not poor as shit and they're not hungry as shit and they're like I don't want to work at a factory forever, you know. Yeah. Like they're they're gonna get their valley girls and bullshit like that. Well, so. that's yeah, that's where we're at in America. It's like, well, there's still jobs here, but like no one wants to do that. Yeah, like agriculture, like nobody wants to work on a fucking farm. Yeah, like, that's why they have to have a bunch of illegal immigrants do that kind of work, or like meatpacking. The meatpacking industry wouldn't be jack yeah. shit without without <laughs> workers. Yeah. Um, because nobody wants to do that job so you have to go to people who are desperate who will get paid less than you know they'll get paid minimum wage to do this terrible job which i guess part of the american dream has always been like okay you come here you work a bummy job that Mm -hmm. you don't want to do so that your kids have a better opportunity so they can do a better job than you Mm -hmm. so that their kid can be a doctor or a lawyer yeah or whatever and really make it yeah or you know maybe just one generation from there but it's like i don't know man it's it's tough it's it's weird you know well because like when i think of like immigrants i mean if you think about like 50s or something like that like the italian people coming over and they start a restaurant or some shit like that so they have like a middle class business and they own their own business yeah rather than like mexican immigrants coming over and they're just working at a farm and it's like there's no build up like yeah your kid can do it you know your kid's gonna be a citizen they can go to school yeah but like you know these migrant workers aren't able to like get a foothold and make it for themselves it's just kind of like i got you here that was half the battle yeah but i don't know but i mean i think that i I think that's okay because i mean there's not much opportunity elsewhere Mm -hmm. i think that's where a, a lot of people look up to america and that's the thing is that like a lot of the people that are like I, I think some people are like, bruh, just don't come to America because, like, I mean, you can't just, money doesn't just grow on trees. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, like, a lot of people who have come over have been very successful mm-hmm. because they're just like, they don't feel entitled to so much of the stuff that we just feel like entitled to. Mm-hmm. Um, just growing up here in America, like, oh, I got to go to college, I've got to do the XYZ, of course I'm going to live in a place just by myself 
why would I live with my parents? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Things like that where it's like, I think they're hungry. Like they're, they have, they There's know what it's like to be like, oh yeah, we all have to live with our parents and we can't, aff- we're, we have like a one bedroom house. Like I went to my dad's I house in India. I think they're okay India. with that too though. They're okay with it, but it's like, whoa, I can get this. Like there's so much potential for growth and people like just want to serve to them on a silver platter. And they're like, you could work super hard in these countries that are in America, struggling, you won't make that much. But mm-hmm. if you do the same amount of effort in America, then you can really make some money. Yeah. And so I guess it's like they have that kind of motivation, that hunger. Yeah. And then they can make it happen. And yeah. also, like, if you just compare it to like other countries of just like their minimum wage jobs mm-hmm. versus our minimum wage jobs, it's like, you know, over in China, it's like slave labor. Like their minimum yeah. wage is like pennies. Zero. <laughs> you can get paid dick, and you have to work like eighteen hours. Yeah. Over here, that it's kind of the case, but it's also more expensive to live here. But there's a lot of places now that are yeah. like fifteen bucks an hour is like that's their minimum wage. But I mean, like minimum wage before, like fifty years ago. I think to minimum wage now, like what you can buy with that. Mm-hmm. It I is mean, not the same. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, a lot of people argue like it's not a living wage. You can't survive yeah, no, minimum absolutely wage. Absolutely not. And so maybe you maybe you could get by yourself, but like No insurance, you're not saving, you're not gonna buy a house, you're, you're not gonna you're you're able to survive. Yeah. And that's like probably with roommates and stuff like that who are pitching in mm-hmm. to rent a house. And stuff like that. Well, I think it's like they say, I don't know if it's 50% or it's some huge proportion of Americans. If you had to ask them, like, can you get $1,000 right now? Most of them wouldn't be able to get their hands on $1,000. Really? Wow. So it's like if you have an emergency, if you have a medical emergency and a lot of these people who are on minimum wage don't have insurance. No. So it's like you have a medical emergency, you are going to go into debt. Or if you, you know, you're sick, you can't work, you can't make money, you're going to have to go into debt. It's like... So many like credit card loans just passed a trillion dollars. That's oh, and it's like (laughs) you know it's and it's because I think it was like some sixty percent. I heard some sixty percent of Zoomers use credit cards like use the loan thing of credit cards in order to be able to afford to pay for stuff. Like they have to take out the quick loan to pay for food, and then they can pay it off. No way. But like, there are so many people in America who are like living on the edge like they are in a very fragile state of i get just enough money in and just enough money out but if anything comes and you know (sighs) messes with that system they're on you know if anything comes and fucks up the system they can crash and just have a fuck ton of debt and and you know and that destroys people like that kind of debt is insane and but there's no a lot of people feel like there's no way out of it you know, mm-hmm. there's no way to climb because especially if you're working a job where, you know, you're spending you if you work, you have to work two jobs, you're working 16 hours a day. It's like, how do you there's no way to like squirrel away effort and be like, OK, I work a job but on my off time. I'm mm-hmm. building myself up. I'm going to classes. I'm learning to code or some shit like that. It's like yeah. I don't even have time to sleep. No, like you don't want, like there's no time to actually escape. There's no time to put in effort to escape, and if I try and do that, then I'm going to I won't be able to afford food. I'll be living on the streets, and yeah. I think that's why a lot of people do drugs. Is because like you, if you're stuck in that system, you're like, why? Like I'm a slave. Like yeah. you can't break out. You're just like it's either do this or don't do this. 
it's like it's also tough too because I mean so much of what we're told in America is like we're, we're like if you just find your dream job man yeah it's all about your dream follow your heart well it's also like find yourself but it's like if if my life doesn't look good and like or like you know I don't like my job I mean how much hope is there for you you know what I'm saying the way that like we've what do you mean in terms of like what we say this is the goal in life this is what it means to live Mm. to have a good job Mm. and to live well and um to you know find do whatever makes you happy and you're in a spot where you don't like your job but you can't do anything about it Mm -hmm. and you know you don't have time to do things that make you happy because you're just like pushing trying to survive Mm -hmm. like well like what what hope is there for you in life you know what i'm saying it's like yeah that dream isn't an option for you no and it's, it's like, like you can't be happy is what yeah we're telling you yeah that's what america tells you and that's something it's it, uh, i've heard that's like the american culture too mm-hmm. is that like you work 40 hour work week if mm-hmm. you're doing the minimum but most people in like really competitive spheres work like 70 80 hours a week absolutely and 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 it's like you know you're the first people have made this point before but it's like the first thing people ask you when they meet you is what do you do for work because that's yeah. your your personality yeah. is your job it's and true. the work culture here and, and that's one of the things like i said that's put us at the top is you know americans aren't all like slobs or like oh they're fat and lazy don't get me wrong there are plenty of those but like we have a work culture here yeah and so it's it puts a lot of like value but like you know your your soul is like your personality is based on what you do any sort of fulfillment you can get is based on like your work achievements Mm -hmm. every goal you have is either buying something or getting something and like um a lot of people have argued you know this is where you know you gotta turn to god or something like that like religion's (laughs) your your way out but Hmm. i think like you know in other countries just the and I can't say specifically like, oh, this is how yeah. it is in this country. But I think the emphasis is, you know, it can be placed more on family. It's placed yeah. more on spirituality or it's just like, you know, I don't want to work myself to death. I just want to have a mm-hmm. good job where I can pay and then go do whatever I want and not have to, you know, like you have to work, but work isn't mm-hmm. everything. Like, oh, I set up my family. I've done this. Like, I remember talking to my dad's Canadian friend and like, um, and I was in high school and about to go to college and I was like oh what did you do and he's like oh like I worked at the railroad company doing blah 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 and I was like oh did you always want to do railroads or something like that and he was like no it's like this is just a job like <laughs> and like to me it was like what it's you, it's your passion you know you gotta find yourself you know like everybody yeah. wants to be an influencer creator like yeah. oh music is in my heart or like you know oh I always right. wanted to be a doctor to help people he's like they paid me money and mm. I did stuff and then I went home and lived my life. You right. know, like it wasn't like this is who I am. Yep. And that to me was like mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? as a kid, you know, like you. But it's your job. Like you're not passionate about your job. It's just like they pay me money. I don't give a, like. Yeah. It's not gonna be fun. It's not gonna be like. And you know, I do think there's something good about finding fulfillment in your job, but like yeah, and and, and yeah. taking pride in your work yeah. and like doing a good job. And know? I think that that's something too. Like the taking pride in your work is like yeah, 
it doesn't have to be your personality to be a male guy, to be a mailman. No. Nobody's out there like, oh, I just fucking love mail. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we need mailmen and we need yeah. good mailmen. So yeah. it's like, all right, like you should take pride in your work and be like, I'm contributing to the system. I'm contributing to the country. Right. You know, I work hard and so they pay me good and, and then I go and I live my life. You know, I give my, I do my part. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, I was called to be like, I am a mailman. Yeah. I am, a, you know, like, yeah. It's like, no, it's my job, but I do it right because they take pride in that. Yeah, I think I, I got to see that a little bit more over there. I didn't get to see like any of the messy stuff, really, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I mean, something that over there that's different is they just play sports more. Like, like, think about it. I mean, how much is like doing a hobby? Like, let's say you did sports in high school, you know, you didn't do it in college. I think most people, a lot of people could say like, oh, you kind of wasted a lot of time then. Because like, I mean, like, mean? in terms of like that skill, like, like say you're a good basketball player now. Mm-hmm. Okay, good job. Now what? Well, you're never going to play basketball again. How does that help you in your career and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. It doesn't help you. Why would you continue to play? But it's just like doing physical activity with other people and stuff like that. Mm. That's like a good community bringing people together thing. Something that we did over there, uh, my friend and I, we just like, we were jet lagged like crazy. Mm. So we woke up at like 4.30 in the morning and after doing stuff around the house for like an hour and a half, we're like, okay, let's just go to the basketball court that we saw, Mm. start playing with people. And we just like built up a community just playing with those people on a regular basis and stuff Mm. like that. I mean, that's just like not something we really do here in America yeah. much, but it's something much more common, like there and other places. Like it's, it's just like, but yeah. it, because like it's like oh, you know, well it's something fun. I enjoy it. You know, it's like yeah. So we said anything about enjoying it? Like, yeah. can you make money from yeah, it? Yeah. How does that help you achieve your goals? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what we would say. Yeah. How's that helping you achieve your goals? I mean, that's what I think about. It. Like a lot of things that I do. I'm like, how does this contribute to the overall plan? Yeah. It's Very like task-oriented yeah, society. It's like I'm reading a book and I like don't want to read like fictional books because I'm like, well, that's a waste of time. Yeah. It's just like, oh. Yeah. Like so watching what, what, a movie. I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah. Does that, how does that help me become a more strategic leader? Yeah. <laughs> but so. I want money. <laughs> how do I make money from reading this book? Yeah. Um, that's a, it's a weird thing, man. I, yeah, and yeah, of course, I would be one of those people that say that's why you know we're not made for this, mm. obviously. So I'm pretty religious, so as you would say, uh, but like, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, there's just like some wisdom in the Bible that's there's the book of Ecclesiastes, and the point of the book is you have it's written from the perspective of King Solomon. Mm-hmm. King Solomon is a guy who has like was the most successful king in his kingdom's history. He's like the knowledge man. We he talked was, about this last time. We did. We talk about this. We last talked time? a little bit about King That's Solomon. Crazy. I don't know what we probably where I you're probably told the same thing story. I don't. But care. but it's just like fuck these people. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I love you guys. <laughs> no, but it's like like he had all the money, all the women, all the wisdom in the world, and he said, okay. 
I'm just going to seek out, like, you know, I'm just going to pursue all these to the fullest extent. Hmm. And, like, he's kind of like, why should somebody work their entire life to build up a massive empire to become the most successful businessman ever? Because at the end of the day, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to pass it off to their son or somebody else who didn't work to build this empire. Mm-hmm. And they're going to squander it all away. Mm-hmm. And what was your life done for? Yeah. You slaved away all day. You pushed away everybody near you. Yeah, you sacrificed You sacrificed this all this. For what? Same thing with women. He's like, like he just, I think he, uh, what does he say about that? And he just says, like, I mean, I've just seen men fall like crazy. We, we've all seen that. There's men who would pursue women or relationships and stuff like that. Mm. Women pursuing men, you know. Mm. And it just, like, destroys them and stuff like that. He says, so, so what is good in life? Mm. And he's like, everything under the sun passes away. You know, that's it. And his phrase that he says all throughout the book is, everything is, like, mist or meaningless or vapor. It just is here and then it's gone. Mm. So what are we gonna do with our lives if it's so short and stuff like that? Yeah. Like he says two things. He said, "Well, I, I've seen all these things, and like, I think you you gotta just enjoy, basically, mm. the little things in life. To I, I'm trying to remember what the phrase is. It's like YOLO to drink to to drink <laughs> wine." like it doesn't say be merry but like but he he says like just like enjoy life Mm -hmm. and so i think that's where we're getting it somewhat right is like if you have to work the rest of your life eric like (laughs) you might as well do something that you enjoy yeah you know what i'm saying and like yeah you should just enjoy the little things in life but at the end of the day you know in, in the, the end of the book, he says all of this is still meaningless if there is no God. Mm. That's that's his thing at the end. It's a crazy book, but um, but it, it, it's like okay. I think we're usually you know in most things in life you're right in some ways and you're wrong in others. Mm. And so I think in America, like yeah, if we're working the rest of our lives because that's just what we do as people mm. you got to work in some way shape or form you might as well enjoy working mm-hmm. and so we said that but then we i think we've taken it too far towards like okay if you don't enjoy work you're doing the wrong thing mm. and you need to find a new job or you gotta you gotta work with what you're passionate about mm-hmm. but it doesn't even have to be all that it's just taking pride and enjoying what you're doing and you know when you're not doing that you're enjoying being around the people that you're around and stuff like that so no that's really because yeah i've thought about that too um because i you know i want to address both the the solomon and the the work thing i guess i'll go with the work one because the other yeah. one's like a big big kind of big question of like what do we do with life yeah but like i definitely like you know that like the research i've done i've told you like <laughs> i hate it yeah <laughs> and that taught me the lesson of like this is awful and I have to do this every day. And yeah. it's like hating the thing that you're going to spend all your time doing is just, it's not worth it. It's constant suffering. And it's like, yeah, they paid me, but it's like, I, like I told you, like I feel pain thinking about doing this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like I think about the work and I'm like, oh fuck. Like, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's like yeah. physical harm. And, um, and that's what they, like there's been scientific proof of like, 
certain social like you know like when you embarrass yourself in front of people yeah. they say like that pain act pathway is like the same as like a physical pain pathway yeah. so it's like actual pain you know you feel it and and it's like you know when i think about this job that i don't want to do mm-hmm. i feel pain i feel i dread being like fuck i don't want to have to be there and yeah. do this thing and 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 it takes away from your work first of all because you're the whole time yeah. you're just like fuck me fuck me <laughs> rather than being like oh what's this you're just like i don't want to be curious about this because yeah. that's going to lead to more work and i hate doing this work so it's like i'm not going to think you know yep. versus like oh i can't wait to go explore something like this um yeah but and and you know it's literally like yeah why would you spend most of your days in pain for 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 what like the the whole purpose like i've thought about that like um you know it's like okay you could build this empire even if you're the king of the world you're gonna die mm-hmm. like everything is temporary you know like uh, if you think about um i don't know it's like like i, I well i thought about this like like joe rogan just because it was just mm. in my head but i'm like you know you work and you build this whole repertoire of podcasts and you're famous and eventually you know and you're gonna get buried at a headstone and eventually you're gonna fall out of the zeitgeist people are gonna kind of forget you like all those celebrities from the 30s that nobody fucking knows who they are you Mm -hmm. know like who the fuck is billy holiday i don't know like you know what i mean and then (laughs) and then eventually all his work is gonna get lost because like it's on computers and saved and shit like that but eventually like some of those files will get corrupted or maybe the aliens will come and they'll delete all our shit i don't know right and so all that's gonna be left then is his headstone and then over thousands of years, like eventually that headstone's gonna wear away or it's gonna get picked up by yeah. some bird trying to I don't know. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but like everything is temper. Even if you build an empire, the Mongolian Empire, greatest empire you know, covered the most land in the entire world, it fell apart. Mongolia is like a shithole now and like has no influence. <laughs> like it's Or Alexander the Great uh, who yeah. conquered everything and then died. He conquered everything, died. The the Rome you know they built up rome rome collapsed there's nothing nobody is like no empires forever there are so many people who like you think about back in the old days and they were famous and they're like oh i wish i could be like ecclesiastes Mm -hmm. or that's (laughs) i don't know solomon yeah sure but like whomever and then eventually they die and they're forgotten like there's think of all the celebrities of rome like all the famous families who like if you were a socialite or you're a climber in rome yeah. you're like i want to be part of the the xenophon family or something like that and now people are like who the fuck are they i have right. no idea like it's not even like somebody knows about them if you're if you're in the know you know it's like they're probably forgotten completely yeah so it's like don't and and that's kind of towards the thing of like do whatever you want to do because it's like you know you want to wear some stupid ass clothes in walmart it's like hey man don't worry you're gonna die so it doesn't really matter if you like embarrass yourself wearing fucking stupid clothes like but but that's that's you know and that's where you can dip into like nihilism i guess on the opposite end where it's just like well if if i'm just gonna die nothing matters you know and i think you know his perspective was like you should just enjoy life then mm-hmm. you know if you are gonna die at the end of the day you can yes you can accomplish all these things do all this but at the end of the day where does that get you if you were miserable doing it mm-hmm. if you worked like 80 hours a week 
you know, yeah. 90, and you just were miserable. To build this but you institute. Got, you gotta get there. I was the best doctor you in know? the doctor school. But, like, your life's miserable. Yeah. Like, you know. And it wears on, like, relationships, too. Or, like, you look at, yeah. like, Jeff Bezos. Like, he built the Amazon empire, revolutionized commerce, and he's divorced and like i don't know if he has kids but like he has a girlfriend now and it's like yeah sure you can like fuck off on your yacht but it's like how many you know Mm -hmm. skeletons are in that closet how many lives did you like you know what i mean like you paid right that shit wasn't free you know you paid with something some part of your soul yeah how many like weekends of of dinners did you not go to how many like you know graduation parties did you not attend yeah yeah and that's that's the age-old thing and that's what they tell us in the movies and stuff like that you know but it's like yeah so i think i mean at the end of the book solomon's like yeah fear god because like at the end of the day he's the one who's giving you this life Mm -hmm. he knows what it's for you know and so yeah It'd it'd be worth rereading i read it last year and it was went through it pretty good that's really interesting though because it is kind of like the because there's so many um like ways to think about it like there is Mm -hmm. nihilism there's like some people who are like uh like the absurdist of like yeah like it is hilarious like look at all this crazy this crazy world and like it doesn't matter but everybody really cares and you're worried about like what clothes you're wearing but you're gonna die and everybody's gonna forget you so like isn't it funny or like there's people like it's like sisyphus like that's a he's a big guy in like stoic <laughs> philosophy it's like you know you're pushing this rock up, this the, hill, rock up the hill and it falls down and that's what everybody's life is and you no matter yeah. how high you get that rock up eventually it's gonna fall right back down that hill mm-hmm. and so people say it's like you gotta enjoy just pushing the rock because that's all you're gonna get you gotta just enjoy it like right. although I, I think that's a you know it, depending on how you play with that logic that's a good reason to go do heroin because <laughs> you're like well right. i just gotta enjoy life you know what i mean right you know i'm living it to the max what do i care i'm gonna die anyways you know fucking juice it up and i think we've talked about this where it's like yeah so then where is the line in terms of the law because in america we're trying to pursue happiness mm. that's our goal and so it's like should people be allowed to pursue happy what degree was jeffrey dahmer just pursuing happiness yeah what degree is it okay what degree is it and drugs is tough because it's like well you know so typically where we've drawn the line is as long as you're not hurting anybody else Mm -hmm. and impeding on anyone else's right to pursue happiness Mm -hmm. you're good Mm -hmm. you know but then something like, okay, well, me drunk driving, you know, that impedes on somebody else because you're more likely to harm someone else, you know? Yeah. But, but like, you just doing heroin in your room alone. Like, what is that wrong? Is that right. not living Solomon's way? Well, not Solomon's way. I mean, if he's, like, you know... Yeah. believing in god while he's doing the hair he's like god this is so sick thanks for the heroin man yeah 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 like i don't know i you know people could argue like oh you're hurting your family if you do heroin and you're maybe hurting yourself yeah well it's like because if you, you should be allowed to hurt yourself right if it makes you happy <laughs> i guess so like in you know and i think it's like you could argue that there is a way to do it where you're not hurting your family Mm -hmm. but like that kind of moderation is extremely hard to achieve you know because like there are people out there who do cocaine occasionally 
and it doesn't ruin their life. They're like, yeah, every once in a while I do cocaine, but I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. And it doesn't ruin their family life. They're just, you know, dabble in it and it's fine. But a lot that does. Yeah, but lives. for the vast majority of people, it's like you're, you know, we talked about demons before we came on. It's like you are playing with fire. Yeah. And so you can use it. It is, you know, you can use fire. But there's too many fucking jabronis out here who are going. They fucking burn their house down because yeah. they don't respect how powerful they. They don't recognize it as like this is a demon. This is yeah. something that gets in your brain and will fuck up your life if you let it. So you got to treat it like fire. You got to respect it, and you can use it. Yeah. But you have to be realize the fact that this will burn your whole life down if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And that's just. I mean, first of all, I think the majority of people who use heroin aren't like the sacred demon heroin i'm gonna dabble and not yeah and they're just like i want to do heroin because fuck everything oh my gosh like, you saw that i think you had talked about it probably that one professor who's like, oh oh carl hart oh man yeah come on bro you think he's full of shit yeah i do you think I he's think just he's addicted a smart to heroin, heroin addict. <laughs> he's a smart heroin addict who said who said man i'm addicted to heroin how did I get here? He, he was so smart. He thought he could beat heroin. Mm. And he was doing heroin. He's like, man, I'm addicted to this stuff. He's like, you know what? I'm going to say I did this on purpose. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm experimenting. Just how I planned. Yeah. This is, this is all the plan. He's like, I'm going to... And he watched him draw out this research his entire life. Mm. He's still doing heroin the rest of his life. I don't know. That's the thing is like... I'm just playing. You know, it is It is like, can you really believe it? Because I'm sure there are people out there who can do heroin and not have a problem with it. I'm mm-hmm. sure they exist. All, maybe five of them. <laughs> but is this guy one of those guys? Maybe he's saying like, oh, I get super pure heroin and stuff. It's like it's not stepped on and that's kind of the problem, which I don't know. That's like people being like, yeah, if you buy the really good liquor, it doesn't kill your liver. It's that shitty liquor that <laughs> you're like, uh, I don't know why that cheap. It's all natural. It's all natural. It's organic heroin. It's organic um, But like, I and it, you could be like, all right, then just quit heroin and never do it again. Or like, you know, prove that you can quit heroin. You can stop doing heroin. But then if you start doing it again, was it be, like, did you really quit? Or did you like... You know what I mean? That's always the question. Is yeah, like, addiction's crazy. If you can, if you think you can quit, but if you're gonna start up again, did you really quit? Were you really able to no. quit or not? Yeah. How do you know when you conquer an addiction? I think. I it's, guess when you die. You know. To me, it's like if you are ready to get rid of it completely and you commit to never doing yeah, it again. Doing some, you're gonna be on some different. And that's your like. You're in the mindset of like, no, I don't drink ever. And then yeah. somehow you get to a point where it's like against, not against your will, but like you come into a circumstance where you're like, I never thought I would drink again, but this is the right position where I'm okay with it. To yeah. where it's like, you have to, it's not like I'm going to quit drinking for a month to prove that I don't need to drink because you're just pausing your drinking for a month and then yeah. you still do need to drink overall. Yeah. It's, and this is where I was at with coffee. Dang it. <laughs> where I had a kidney stone health scare. Mm. You know, I'd had three kidney stones over the course of three years. When I was like... Holy fuck. That's... 18, 19, and 20. Or 17, 18, 19. I should not be having a kidney stone a year. No. In my teens. That's... A, that, that sounds so And so I was like, well, I'm not... What I do is I wake up in the morning. I'm like, okay, I gotta go to work in 15 minutes. I have time to eat 
drink coffee or drink a glass of water mm. or whatever or maybe two of those three things and i choose coffee and i choose breakfast mm. or I choose just coffee or whatever mm -hmm. and then i just did not drink water <laughs> ever, <laughs> you know and so it's like okay i have this problem and so for three years you know for a while i was like okay i'm not i'm done with coffee mm. and that was good because then i was drinking more water but then i was like you know what i'm fine now that i just drink a lot of water i can just drink some coffee mm. well here we are three years later i get some pain in my back and oh. it's just like oh man you felt it got you you know and so it's like you know and then it's like it's amazing just like how easy it is to make excuses and just mm. be like because there have been other times i quit coffee because i'm just like i just did i don't remember i don't even remember why i think i, I was just realized i was like okay i'm just drinking coffee now mm -hmm. not water again not i didn't feel any pain in my back like mm. a kidney stone or anything but but it's just like amazing because it's like you're just like ah well i'll just have some yeah and then it just it just happens and so it's like what at what point when addiction gets so bad you have to just say never again you know I, what i'm saying yeah well that's like that's something i read about in um dante's purgatorio mm -hmm. he's talking about i think it was a lust and he was like, so many people have fell to the siren's call of desire. Yeah. It's all lies. It, it presents itself as beautiful. But then when you're in the reality, it's just like, you know, I've been on like the keto diet right now. I know we talked about, but it's like, mm -hmm. it's always like the Reese's are like, oh, Eric, I'm so tasty. You can yeah. have just one. <laughs> and then the next day you've eaten a sleeve of Reese's and you wake up and you're just like, I feel like shit. This was yeah. a lie. This is a lie. And it's and it's the same thing with like, you know, you're like, oh, you know, I can I can do this. Like I can do this little thing and it's not gonna be a problem. I could play a bunch of video games. No, I can do it right. Like I'm not yeah. gonna binge this. I'm just gonna do a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. And, or like some people with drinking. Like it's yeah. like they're like, oh That's no, tough. I'm just gonna have two drinks tonight and then, you know, at the end of the night you just see them and they're shit housed and they're like Yeah. It's it's the sirens call. It is like like and and, and it's I, I remember talking to somebody and um, he knew this guy who was addicted to meth. Dang. And the guy had quit meth for a while. And then he was like, I convinced myself that I just need to learn how to do meth like a normal person instead of like an addict. Yeah. And it's the like. The stuff you tell yourself is it's, insane. Yeah, because you are, you are the, the best salesman to yourself. Like I people know trick themselves so easily. And it's trying to be like that commitment of like. And that's why it's so hard. It's like you have to commit to this maxim yeah. of like, I'm not going, I don't drink. And it's like, yeah, you just have oh. to stay there. And and the, it'll try and convince you like, oh, well, you don't drink for this reason. So if it's, you're drinking, but it's not like this, then blah, yeah. blah, blah. And you're going it's through this thing. It's a different reason. Yeah. It's a different reason. It's like, no, no, no. This is like, okay. Like, and you're just fine. And you have to just go back to the point where it's like, I want to drink and I think I can drink, but this is the law. This is a rule. There is no You just no have to flex. go back to the law. It's, it's, but it's so hard when you are like convinced against the law, basically. Mm -hmm. You're like, I really want to do this and I think I can do this, but the law says I can't, but I disagree with the law. But it, it but, but you it, just, at that point, you just have to hold to whatever yeah. the, the law that you've established. You have to like just blindly do it. You yeah, know, like you have to you don't trust. believe in it. And that's like, that's when it's hard because it's like, you're literally like, this is a bullshit law, but this is how I am. And it's yeah. like, 
so, so many people can't do that you know it's yeah. so hard to do that yeah i mean i've yeah i've done that i mean i think that's just like part of the human experience yeah yeah this is not like you know but i'm sure people have written about this forever like yeah and i mean part, and going back to like like talking about like enjoying life mm. what's the line between enjoying life and like just self-indulging mm. and destructive behavior you know or not, maybe not even seemingly destructive yeah but just like you know stuff that ultimately isn't good you know it's, it's like well <laughs> there you go you tell yourself well what is life if i'm not enjoying yeah. it you eat that whole sleeve of reese's i'm gonna drink die two cups of coffee yeah and it's like well this isn't we we know this isn't right either mm. yeah and so it's like yeah and it's it's like we can't really trust ourselves fully either well that's like to me i think the answer is moderation yeah you know that's like a lot of philosophers talk about that like oh moderation is key like Mm -hmm. oh like i forget it was saying like socrates is like perfect because he can enjoy stuff but not he can enjoy the tempting things but not fall into them yeah and and in my mind i'm like the idea of just having like two reese's cups and stopping like is that moderation or is it moderation to be like well most of the time i don't eat reese's cups and then every once in a while i eat all the reese's cups Mm. because it averages out to the same (laughs) but is you know is the way up and down roller coaster of moderation is that like that doesn't that's not it right but then at the same time like seeing myself like just have two and being like and that's it and i'm done now to me it's just like I, I would have the second one and then I'd just be like, fuck, I need another. I want it so bad. You just want another one. You're like, no, mm-hmm. I had my two. It's like, you know, like a little yeah. demon and you just, ah, 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 eat the fucking race. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. Bad. And it, it's, and I, I had this, um, I remember I went on a college road trip with my mom. We were driving around. It was the only time I was like this. I'm like, how do I get back? But like, you know, now or a lot of times when I go to a restaurant, like if I go hungry, I'm like, I want as much food as possible. Yeah. Like I want to throw up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I'm looking at the menu. I'm like, why don't they give sizes? Like I'm yeah. just like, what is big? But I when I went on this road trip, I was like, I'm not gonna eat till I'm full. Like I'm just like I'm gonna go for like small things because I'm just going to taste and like be like, and that's enough. That's fine. You know, I was not like, oh, I'm full. That was a good meal. I was just like, I have food in me. I ate some food and that's okay. Yeah. Fine. And, and I was like, I felt awesome. Like I was like, this is the best. I felt like a superhero. I was like, I, and you know, you go and you're not trying to go and eat your foot. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to have some food and then, and then that's okay. And that's enough. And I'm just going to have a medium amount. I'm not going to get all the way. I'm just going to have like, check the box, have a little taste and that's nice, but I'm not going to go crazy. And as soon as I got home, I stopped doing that. But I'm like, how the fuck did I? What was going on? Why was I like? Yeah. Like, why was I just doing it right then? Something why, no why American has right? ever done before. I know. <laughs> like, I went to a place and I just got deviled eggs. Like, it was like four deviled eggs, and I ate it. And normally, I would eat them, and I'd be like, I want more food. This is not enough food. Yeah. Like, what the? I want to feel full, but I ate it. I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, this. I can. I can go from here. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how it works. But I'm like, how? Yeah, the, the lines mm. are so interesting. I think, yeah, for us in, like, America, this, like, Western, I guess, like, we're told, you got to figure all of these things out. you got to figure out what's even right and wrong for you. got to figure out mm. what's the limit, what's bad for you, what's good for you. 
Whereas like a lot of cultures and and just like religion in a lot of ways, a lot of that's figured out for you. Yeah. You know, I think I, I it's brought me a lot of peace being, you know, Christian and stuff like that. I'm like there's a there's some things where it's like, yeah, this is the line. This is like this is like absolute morality versus like relative morality. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like but there are still some like gray areas of course there's a there's a ton Mm -hmm. where it's like like when it comes to alcohol okay alcohol is there for us to enjoy and this that and the other Mm. but drunkenness that's not good Mm -hmm. you know and so it's like there's a line there you know Mm. um yeah and that that there's so many others there and that's like and sometimes it's like well how do you know you know it's like yeah how do you know but at the same time like at least for me, I'm like, okay, well, I trust, I believe in the validity of the Bible. I believe Jesus did this. Jesus was who he said he was. Mm. That's enough for me to trust him on this. And so I can put faith in him and I can just trust and hold that law. And it's like we talked about earlier when it's like, you know, at some point it's like, well, I'm doing this for this reason, mm. you know, but you got to, and you get to that point where you just have to say to yourself, this is the law, whether I like it or understand it right now. I recognize this mm. and I'll be thankful for it later. Mm. You know, that's really just the reality of like a lot of things where it's like, okay, this, I don't necessarily love this right now, but I trust God and I trust that like, yeah. he's not just, he doesn't want me to just suffer in life for no reason and stuff yeah. like that. But the, this is ultimately for my good. Well, it's and like the, going, the good of everyone else. It's like going to bed. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to watch another video, and it's I'm not feeling sleepy, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, I should go to bed. But you're like, I don't feel like going to bed. <laughs> but then those times that you do go to bed, you're like, man, I'm glad I went to bed yeah. one time. Yeah. But you forget, and it's always like, you never remember that. It's it's and it's always like the the. I, sometimes I like to say it's like I always know the right thing to do, but a lot of the times I just, I just don't, don't do, do it. that. Yeah, and it, so it's like you can get to those points when it's trying to decide on moderation mm-hmm. where it's very much like there's part of you that's like you know i think this is probably good but then there's that other part of you that's just like oh you could do more you want to do more go yeah. ahead and do more and most of the time i think people listen to that other part of like no yeah. actually i could go for another one <laughs> when it's like you know yeah. you know you're drinking you're like no nah, i can have another beer but in your yeah. head you're like uh, I probably shouldn't have another beer. Right. But but the other person's like, dude, you just justify it. Like, fuck it. It's a party, you know? Yeah, and that's why I really, at the end of the day, am grateful that I do believe that, okay, this is what it is. Mm. You know? And the times that I've been like, yeah, but I just don't think so. I found out real quick mm. <laughs> that it's not like that. Mm. You know? I And that, I think that brings a lot of peace and I think in a lot of other countries where they are more of a religious society, mm. you know, I they there is not a lot of drug issues in a lot of these places. Mm. I'm going to be honest. The drug thing, that's a pretty Western thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, people do drugs all over the world. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But in terms of like the, the crazy stuff, like mm. the meth, the heroin, stuff like that, yeah, part of the reason I felt a lot safer over there is because there wasn't a ton of people strung out, mm. you know, acting crazy, acting a fool out there. You know what I'm saying? You like, think that's because of religion? Yeah. I think that, I, I mean, I, I don't know if religion exactly, but like, 
yeah, stronger community values and like the goal in life is not to have pleasure. Like we were talking about earlier, if the American dream isn't working for you, why shouldn't you just do drugs Mm -hmm. to find some satisfaction and stuff like that? Yeah. To find, chase the next experience, the next high. They're not really trying to do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they're chasing the Tajik dream and that's, (laughs) (laughs) well, you know, so again, you know, I'm not trying to speak. I, I gotta be careful. You know, I'm not like, Oh, nobody over there does drugs, but, <laughs> but I think that is a, like a part of it. It's like, Oh, well that's, that's bad. But I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and America's like, well, we had to, we had to figure that out for ourselves. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have figured it out. It's not good, <laughs> but they're in too deep, you know? Well, I don't know. It's, I wonder if, I mean, one, yeah, religion is a component of it. I also think, you know, like the way that our communities are set up. Mm-hmm. And then I'd like to think that part of it's like our culture is so young that we haven't had to, like, we are just this, like, new way of thinking. Like, this American dream is still, like, in its early versions. And soon we're going to change it to be like, you want to chase not just like money but you want to chase like a good life i guess and that's mm-hmm. kind of inc- making it more of a holistic thing or something like that i i don't know it's it's odd in that like i think a lot of times people demonize like heroin addicts and stuff like that they're like they're yeah. either crazy you know crazy crackheads blah 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 they're stupid or it's like they're bad people no yeah. and and so it's like you know you have to look at the fact that a lot of these people are products of like a shitty system or something like you know they had something terrible happen to them and or they were put in a terrible position to where it's like the best the best option i see right now to make me escape this pain isn't oh i'm gonna find a good job and i can escape the pain that way it's i can buy this drug and then i'll won't have to deal with this anymore yeah and so it's like you need to give them an avenue to where it's like you can escape this way like yeah. give them an option it's either like suffer or do drugs there mm-hmm. is no third option you get a lot of people go to religion as a third option yeah. but i and that might i'm there's plenty of people who have you know fixed their drug addiction through you know the 12-step program you know yeah. being religious is part of it yeah but i think for a lot of people one i mean you know we become very secularized in america yeah. so like people you go to a crackhead with a religion they're gonna tell you to go fuck yourself but like i think part of it's like an economic avenue of like if you stop doing crack you can have a good job and buy a house yeah or like maybe that would keep them from doing crack in the first place mm-hmm. i don't know it's tough because i mean i i have a a dear friend who told me like i i was once offered heroin and I got to the point where I thought about it and I thought about it and that's mm-hmm. where I realized I was in trouble because I was like oh yeah why not because mm-hmm. it just started here it started with something small mm-hmm. and then went to something a little bit bigger and then that was fine and then you just got comfortable at that stage okay then it was this and it was this and it was just trying everything mm-hmm. and then it's like oh now I'm like someone offers me a new thing it's like oh yeah why not huh. and I was like oh that's bad yeah and i almost was like cool with that you know and i so i think it's like a slippery slope too you know i don't think 
I don't think many people are just like, bruh, I really want to try heroin. You know, like, yeah. from the jump. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, these people don't go out with the intention of being strung out on the street. That was Nobody's goal is to do that. Right. And I think rarely, I mean, any in, in terms of anything that's, like, really bad, nobody really sets out from the jump, I think. It's like, one day I'm going to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or... You know, I, I just think I'm going to rape somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it just starts with little things that build up and goes unchecked for mm-hmm. a long time to where you get to that point. Mm-hmm. So, it's tough stuff. Yeah. I mean, how do you solve that problem? It's literally like, how? what do you, you know, it's going, because it, you could say like a lot of these people, are they unsavable? At no. this point, I mean, yeah, but you, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, if somebody's been living on the street for 30 years doing heroin, like, one, their system's probably fucked to a certain extent. It's like, all right, you could probably give them an extra 20 years or, you know, make yeah. them live 10 years longer than they have right now. That's good. But at the same time, it's like, they're not, they don't, you know, you're going to get this guy to go work at Publix now? Like, going yeah. from, like, panhandling and doing whatever, like, you know, gig kind of, like, I, you know whatever I mean, that not, wild you know? lifestyle is going from that to like oh I have a house now and I go to Walmart and I buy chicken like I, you know what I mean like it's a that's, that's where like I mean the fear of God puts everything in perspective mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying where it's just like man I love God and I've been blessed with life at one life I'm going to use it to bless other people mm-hmm. you know and to care for everyone else because God loves me he rescued me out of this death this horrible spot I was in. Mm-hmm. Let me just do good to other people now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That you you can hold on to that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like, you know, it's hard to tell somebody come maybe out of that. It's like, okay, make something of yourself. <laughs> you know? I mean, then, you put know, yourself people, up by some, the bootstraps. Yeah, some people do that. You know, you can't just like finger wag at somebody and be like, stop doing crack. <laughs> fine <laughs> like right. oh okay my bad <laughs> i guess if i have to like uh yeah honestly yeah that's a good idea <laughs> that's I, I talked about that with our friend it was like you know they know it's bad for them it's like smokers like you're telling the smoker like hey that's gonna kill you it's like they're like i know <laughs> like that's you think like oh wait a minute really like i mean just like what we were talking about me drinking coffee you know it could kill me yeah you know what i'm saying like no, you know what the right decision is, but you choose to make the wrong one because you've been you've been lured by that siren's call. Like, yeah. I guess that kind of because thinking about religion, and we can kind of this, you know, it's a good time to talk about it. Like, that's kind of like a demon. Like, that is like the devil. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it's not gonna be a little red man coming up to you and being like, "Go stab your mom." It's like no, you, it's a like it is. A distorted reality mm-hmm. where you don't even like that's a the quote is like the best trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world it didn't exist yeah it's like it's it's you know like have that next you can have an extra beer like you know you, yeah and it's not like there's a voice in your head saying like you can have that extra beer like it's got you know it sounds like yeah. it has fangs it's, it's just, just little by little you you convince your, it's like the devil and that's something that um was like in Solzhenitsyn's book in mm-hmm. the gulag it's like it's not that every like these are evil people 
like like he talked about the people who run <laughs> yeah. the gulag they're not evil people it's like everybody has a little bit of evil in them mm-hmm. and if you like the you know like feed that wolf you know if yeah, you let that grow that will be what you are yeah and so it's, it's, true. it's in every single person and it's curious because like the idea of the devil or like you, you know you're talking about like saying god loves you and like to me at this point at this point like the christian i'll say like the christian yeah. lore if you will i'm not really convinced of that mm-hmm. but i think like the idea of a god is something right. that can be separated mm-hmm. and it's sort of like the like one what is god is it you know is it a being is it just the way mm-hmm. like is it the logic of the world the logos like you can calculate what the fuck is going on in the world yeah. kind of thing and that's one of the reasons they say like science and religion are so connected is like the belief that there is a logic to the world that you can understand it um and so it's like is there a consciousness behind that is there a being that's even more than just our understanding of consciousness Mm -hmm. and same is there like a conscious devil or is it um you know because there's the idea of i think it's in zoroastrianism and i'm gonna butcher this but it's like there is the like goodness and then there is chaos mm-hmm. and people you have to constantly goodness has to constantly fight chaos because chaos is trying to take over and so good yeah. has to take it over kind of back yeah and you know that's i see that constant struggle just in life is like you can't you're, you're never gonna be like oh yeah i got i fixed that sin thing a while ago i fixed fucking up and now i'm right. good it's like you gotta fight every single day. You gotta Absolutely. roll the ball up the hill every single day, and I guess you gotta love to enjoy it. Now, there's some people who, you know, they love to enjoy it a little bit too much, and they're, <laughs> you know, like crazy Jesus people, you know, listen to, you know what I mean? Like some people, like, well, and that's, the, you know, that's probably a different thing. I'm just saying some Christians are weird, but that's, you know, anyway. Right. Um, I think I'm getting sidetracked, a little unnecessary, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Cause you, some of those people are just like you listen to Christian radio. I'm like, oh, why? But uh, <laughs> like when I hear Christian radio, I'm like, please turn it off. Like it, I hate Christian radio. Why, um, why do you hate Christian radio? Because this so music much? just so bad. I don't know. It's just like it's so cringy to me. Just like you are. Like it always sounds just like some like pseudo love song. That's like it sounds like they're just trying too hard Mm -hmm. there's no like it doesn't have that cool like there's i've never heard a christian the only like good christian songs i like are like like the ave maria the ave maria is a bop you know what i'm saying (laughs) that shit slaps that shit's good stick to that Mm -hmm. don't try and fucking make like a christian rap song Mm -hmm. or like you know like some weird country it just uh, it's just like stop like i don't Gross. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how to articulate it, but when I hear it, I'm just like, stop. <laughs> just, like it's, there, it's, there's been some really bad, like it just, really bad Christian music. It feels disingenuous. There's been there's some there's some good Christian music, but but some of it does feel disingenuous. I think that's a good way of putting it. I think a lot of it sometimes is like trying to sound cool instead of coming from a place of just like I make music and I'm Christian mm. this but I, I, I mean I kind of get it obviously I would yeah but um, yeah m- most of the time I like listening to just pure worship music 
most of the time. You I know, ju- I just like I think of the guy, like the guitar guy at the church, mm-hmm. and when he talks, he's like, "Hey, man, yeah, like, how are you doing? I hope there's, the father's with you right now, man." And I'm like. I hate you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not like... You think he's disingenuous. Yeah, I'm like, you are you so full of shit. And you're like, yeah, man, you know, like, I'm just just so happy about God, man. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm just... Uh, like, and it's just so cringy. And like, you and know... that's what you hear in Christian music. Yeah. And that, it, yeah, it's like that guy is just in my he- ear. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, and and... Not that, like, I'm against Christianity. Sure. You know, although it may sound like that at times. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, there's different levels of, like, genuinely believing in certain things, mm. believing in things and not being being ignorant of what you're believing and kind of construing it in weird ways. And, like, you know, there's a lot of different flavors of Christianity. Sure. And to me, that is sort of the one part of Christianity that is just, like, cringy piousness that's like kind of doing it so that you like i don't know if it's like showing off but like when the guy's like yeah like jesus you know like hey man you know i want to like when somebody comes up like hey man i want to pray with you right now and you're just like dude i'm walking my dog like like, and it's to me it's like more about them than it is about me Mm -hmm. because they're like interrupting my day like they're not like hey like I don't know what you think about like are you good you know it's it's, yeah. it's just like i want to come and do this because then i'll feel good about it right. i'll be you know like i'm out here spreading the word you know and like yeah i think when people if somebody comes up and says like oh can i pray with you people will let them do it because they feel like they're gonna be a bad person if they say no you know what i mean yeah. it's like oh like oh yeah like oh fine yeah we can do this it's mm. not like go away like I don't want this right now because people don't want to feel bad. Yeah, and so they get to do that and they get to pray and then they walk away and they're like, "I'm such a I good did, person. I did something." Yeah, and yeah. you're like this fucking asshole. Like I'm walking my dog, you know? Yeah. Like it, it's and it's. I think it's negative for the church as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of it's yeah. Sorry, I got I go about it. You got there, me on the go. rant. I just, there you go. Um, but we can get back to like the devil being like a real thing, anyway. Because I, I think that is more valuable than just me being like these you fucking just ranting stupid. about my brothers and sisters. Come on, no, you know they're yeah. the weird cousins. You're like, yeah, they're the they're the guy, what's his name like Fuller from uh, you know the one where he pees the bed in uh, Home Alone. They're that guy, you know. Uh, they they're not Macaulay Culkin where they're kind of cool or like uh, Buzz. Or like oh, he's got firecrackers, you know. He's just a weird cousin who pisses the bed. You're like. Oh, no, not yeah. Not him. I think a lot of them mean well, but they just like maybe have lacked perspective in some ways, or they're just really excited about this new thing. They think it's the best thing in the world, and uh, they're missing something. Yeah, there. but like I don't know. When you say like they're excited, it sounds like like to me you're like describing a dog. That, <laughs> you know, it's like oh he's so excited because there's a new person here and the dog. <laughs> You know, it's like, this is a human, like, act normal, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> this is not an excuse to get all weird on me. Like, be like, hey, are you Christian? Like, if you want to talk about it, we can. Don't be like, hey, how are-? they always mm-hmm. have that, you know, they all always have that tone of like, hey, how is mm-hmm. your spiritual home? Do you have a spiritual home? And I'm like, 
fuck off, lady. I don't want to talk to you about my spiritual home. Like, <laughs> just tell him that. Just like, tell him that. But it's like, you know, now I'm the asshole. Because you, you know, I didn't start this. You opened the door. And if I told you to fuck off, that's on you. You know, like. Uh, I but think, then I think it's. Because I, I have conversations. I'm not jumping people like that. Yeah. But, um, but for me, it's like, I think there are a lot of people being on a college campus. Uh, I would do like surveys. Mm. and like talk to people or like we'll, we'll table mm. out here and people will talk to us and then we'll, we'll go through our survey and then like at the end some of the questions are talking about stuff like that we're like okay do you want to hear like what we where we believe hope can be found here in this world mm. um so something that was interesting is like over 50 percent of the people that we surveyed that came to our table around 60 percent said yes they wanted to hear it a gospel illustration and so hmm. to me it's like there are people that are curious that do want to hear this not everybody but <laughs> but enough that it's like after having a conversation with somebody i'm like okay would you like to hear this they'd be like okay yeah sure hmm. so to me it's like okay there's some people that want to hear this and stuff like that um but at the same time you know it, it's like I, so I say that to say that like yes like if somebody says oh no thank you I'm not mm. gonna be like well uh yeah you know okay then sounds do you good. not care about your soul you're eternally like I'm, I'm not saying that because yeah. I, I just went through this whole survey with them talking about certain things having a conversation they said they don't want to hear it mm. okay they don't want to hear it but maybe there's you know 60% of other people would mm. that's not how math works but yeah um and so I think I think it's okay to just be like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I don't. To me, I mean, for one, like I'm somebody who's very familiar with the church. Like I went to uh, uh, yes. Christian, you right. know, from K through high school, I went to Christian schools. So like I'm kind of like good, you know. But right. I think there's a lot of people who there's never went an to church, amount. and they have no idea. And they're like, mm -hmm. yeah, what is this? Um, but well, because it's an it's an integral part of our society, in a mm -hmm. lot of ways, it's hard to get around without hearing of ever hearing Jesus, without ever hearing Bible, mm -hmm. without ever hearing church, or any of these words. Mm -hmm. Now you may have no experience with that, but you may have heard of it, and so I think there is like a lot of curiosity mm. uh, around that. Some people don't have it, and that's <laughs> that's that's yeah you know that is what it is but one, i also wonder like you ever see the signs that are like pray to jesus you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. and i'm like who does that convince or like people are like abortion is murder it's like somebody's driving they're yeah. like oh i didn't realize <laughs> you know what i mean i don't know about those ones but you never know i think i think the hope when putting those up is you don't know what someone's going through as they're driving down the road yeah maybe at their last spot and they're putting up a sign a billboard of hope it's like mm. now i'm not talking about the ones with zombies on it it's like repent or you're going to hell yeah you know what i'm saying i don't personally i wouldn't put a billboard up like that <laughs> you know but i mean because i think a lot of it is like they're hoping like even if it saves just one person kind right. of thing or like you know this sign could come at just the right moment in somebody's life and yep. it's going to make yep. all the difference and like while that's true like okay fine you're making the sign for the 1% me as like part of the 99% are like you fucking dumbass what's the sign like oh I'm full scared you know like 
I don't know. But, but this, like, and that doesn't represent all of Christianity. There are plenty of, like, perfectly intelligent, like, normal people who are Christians. Mm. But it's just, like, this one is, like, the, you know, the little funky cousin part of the Christian group where you're, like, eh, yeah, you know, like, he's family, so we got to invite him. Mm. But he's fucking weird. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> my, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, my perspective on some of that is like some people. You, you may look at them and say, "Okay, this person is not as smart as this person." Mm. You know, but are you happy? Or who's more happy between these two people? Mm. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I've I've felt that sometimes where I, I see somebody there laughing, having a good time. Uh, I'm just like, "You're an idiot." You know that, right? <laughs> you know. But then I'm like. I'm so smart, and here I am sitting here miserable. Yeah, you know, and they're actually enjoying themselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so I, that's that's where I'm like when it comes to stuff like that. I'm like sometimes I can that that spirit of like yeah judgment and I stuff that. like that could come up. And I for me, I just go, well, they they're blessed in the sense that they they're just they ignorance of, is blessed kind of. You thing. could say that, but like we have a, we have a mutual friend, mm. you know who you know mm. was always on like that uh you know what i'm talking about oh oh yeah yeah and, my roommate yeah oh yeah, yeah. he was always on always there yeah you know what i'm saying but like like he's a happy guy i know yeah and, he, and <laughs> is that not genuine no i remember being like in my room and i'm like man he doesn't get it bro and then i'm over here like this guy, I'm kind of yeah. <laughs> like I kind of like seems to be doing pretty good now. But like, he's, but he he loves life. He loves God. Yeah. He loves other people. Well, and, I mean, you know, and is he happy? Not all the time, but yeah. like he's a very joyous person. Yeah. He went through it sometimes. Oh yeah, I know he went. <laughs> he through. had a hard time, bro. It was always something. It was. It was, it was, it was always, always something. something. I'm like, dude, like, you can't eat this. He's, he's like, yeah, I eat that food. I'm like, this kind of old. He eats the food and it like fucks up his stomach. I'm like, bro, like, you gotta. He's like, yeah, my feet are going. Like, he's got this crazy. I'm like, dude, what? You know, like, it's, it's you need pretty, a break. It was pretty terrible because it was like, uh, my girlfriend at the time and everything. Every time we talked to him, we'd be like, hey man, how you doing? It's good to see you. He'd be like, hey, how's it going? It's so good to see you guys. I'm like, how you been, man? He's like, well, I just broke my foot. Yeah. I gotta be more chill, but, but mm. that, that joke was, it was so funny, but it was just like, man, every time I talk to this dude, Something happy. He's happy and he's always he's he's like, just he's like, like my back is yeah. really hurts. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but dang it, at the end of the day, that man had so much joy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's and probably like, happier than like any of us are. Yeah, and it's like so it's like and you know, I I think that's that's a big part of my story and even when I became a Christian. Cause I thought like I believed in God and stuff like that, mm. but I watched a movie. Some people were making what I would deem poor life decisions, mm. and I was like, "Man, if these people knew God, they wouldn't do some dumb stuff like this." Mm -hmm. And I realized, okay, I don't have love in my heart. <laughs> like, 
really I'm I'm just like judgmental and I just think I'm smarter than everybody else where does that get me Mm. is this what God is like I I started to learn and think no Jesus was not like that I'm so so smart you're so dumb yeah and, and for me it was like I thought like I'm like okay I'm fa- I know what's right, so that I, that makes me better than most people in mm. some ways deep down I think that's what I believed, and so that was a, kind of my transition into like okay what what is Christianity really like who is God mm. you know who is Jesus, um, that's what kind of changed my heart my life around. But that's like is it like a person though you think god's just like a really chill dude or it's like no to me i'm like like <laughs> he's just so chill bro it's like i don't think so like is it is it like do you th- you know like all knowing you think it's just like yeah your shoelace is untied you're like oh wow you know like <laughs> You know, like, what is it like if you're talking to God? Mm. Is it just, just like, you don't need to talk. It's just blah. And you're just like, you know, like you just feel it in your brain. Like, like, I wonder what is that like? Is it like talking to like, you know, like an alien where it's like on another level? It Mm -hmm. can like telepathy with you. Like if there's an alien who's smarter than humans, who's got telepathy, you know, to them, what is God like? Because he's got to be like a step above. To me, like, God is just shoelace guy. So, like, the alien's probably equivalent to my image of God. And then the alien is probably like, this is normal. So what? what is his upgrade? Do you think, like, I don't know. Yeah, usually it's more like telepathy. Usually I just hear, like, it's like, in my brain. And I know what that means. No, bruh. But, I mean, in my experience, it's just, like, the Bible is the Word of God. Mm. And this is, like, it's, like, I th- like you talk, like, okay, I think, like, maybe there is a God. And, like, there's a, a higher being, maybe a higher power, something like that. Mm. Well, how would we ever know that or connect or communicate with Him? Mm. To me, I think that He has through His Word, through the Bible, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then through Jesus. And so it's like, okay, that's what I have to go off of. So when I want to know who is God, I read his word. And I and just reading through the story, I see God, his character, who he is through the story of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's how I believe I get to know God more. And then through prayer and just living life. So I pray, I'm like, God, this is where I'm at, this is where I'm feeling. This is what I would love to see in the world. I like and like or just like I, it's a lot of asking honestly you know that's like oh you shouldn't just do that but it's, it's just like thanking God mm. praising God asking God for things and stuff like that and then throughout life it's like you know next time I open up the word as we like to call it then it's like <laughs> it's like I'm like oh man this is something I was asking God about that I didn't understand mm. and now I just read it or I talk with people, I interact with people, something I was praying about. There's answers there and stuff like that. And it's just like, and it ever, as I go throughout life, it's just like, oh yeah. You know, and that's that's where it's like, I feel like God's with me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I'm living life with God. Mm. I, that's what that means. And, you know, you know there's, 
times and seasons where it's like okay i don't feel like i'm getting any answers mm. bro or i'm tripping i'm confused whatever but that's that's like what that looks like or alien telepathy you know, <laughs> you know. no but you but know. to me it's so weird in that because it's also the like there is the idea of god like i think of it kind of like in three levels or four mm. le- however many levels we'll go with the levels mm-hmm. but like there is like the the top overarching idea of like there is like the way yeah like like and not i, I wouldn't say like the way in the sense of like the christian like the way or maybe right. it is but like it's kind of like the logos of the world the logic the flow you know kind of like there is the system the simulation that's like almost like karma right i guess but in a way it's not really well i'm just thinking it's like the rules the rules the way it works right the system and then there is sort of the idea of like well where does the system come from right and it's like okay is the god like is that the genesis is that the creator of the system mm-hmm. is that just the eternal system that always would like is god the mm-hmm. system which i think is the christian idea is that it's not the system mm-hmm. and that might be like a buddhist thing i'm not really sure but like you know it's the creator of the thing why does there have to be a creator there has mm-hmm. to be like a lot of people say there has to be the unmoved mover but it's right. like is that just because like humans brains can't understand like how you know it's like you don't like you know it's a third option of like there's the infinite there's the finite but yeah. actually there's this other thing but since the way your brain is built it doesn't mm. you know it is you know it's like trying to teach a monkey computer science it's not it doesn't make no sense um right so there's that and then there's it's like pulling the strings yeah or like i don't it's just like the like what the fuck is going on you know like even with all our science like literally what the hell what is this table made of (laughs) you know it's made of atoms what the fuck is an atom made of it's like quarks what what is that why are quarks why they're like why is gravity why the fuck is stuff attract why what the fuck is good you know at the end of the day nobody knows what the fuck is going on like yeah we're just (laughs) and it's so like you know what I mean? Why are I we did. monkeys? Why? You know, like what the? F- why do I have to drink this wet stuff? Why? Only, why is there water? Why? Why? You know? know? Yeah. Anyways, I you know we could go to the rabbit hole. What the fuck? But yep. anywho, so there's that. Then you have like the Bible start kind of like the historical. How did we get from? Mm-hmm. You know, blah, you know whatever the fuck God is mm. to like now we're today. Yep. You know, there's the history of it. And then there's also, along with the history, kind of coupled with the history is like, you know, life hacks. Kind of the, the you know, top 10 tips for how to live sort of mm. shit. And to me, uh, like, I talked about this before on the podcast, but to me, like, the Bible is more of just like a guide to life. Kind of like right. of thousands of years of people doing it, thousands of years of advice. And people are like, all right, we figured it out. You probably shouldn't fuck your neighbor's wife. It's never worked out in the uh-huh. 100 years, 200 years we've been talking about it. Yeah. Just write it down. Good rule kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so and it comes to and then there's like the lore of the world where it's like you have to 
describe history, but maybe you can't tell exactly what's going on in history because like people wouldn't like they talk about the flood, but yeah. then you're talking about a boat guy rather than just saying like there was a big flood. We weren't really sure what was going on. Yeah, they're like, oh, there was sinners and stuff like that, and no one like you had to add the story to whatever the history is. Mm -hmm. So it's this modified history, but also like it's there's symbolism in the stories too so some of the history is mm -hmm. history but it's just more like life tips slash describing the universe in a metaphor that's understandable so mm -hmm. there's this weird fucky book going on and that's sort of the middle out of the three phases if you will there is you know the pure blah, whatever then there's like all right this is what we got so far this is the written right the word quote unquote mm -hmm. and then there's like day-to-day -day practice does the Pope need a fancy hat? What the fuck is prayer? Do you need a rosary? Yeah. Like, what is it when you're just sitting there and you're just going like, man, I want new shoes. It's like, what is that? What are you doing? Yeah. Are you are you talking to somebody who's actually there? Is it like, you know, people being like, oh, it's vibrations. You're putting out good vibrations. <laughs> you know, like the quote unquote law of attraction, the secret, yeah. whatever, however the Manifesting. fuck. Manifesting. Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. Like, you know, the day-to-day -day practice is what, you know, because a lot of people talk about like the whole question of like what the fuck is going on it's like <laughs> at the end at the end of the day it's like well it's not really useful to know you know even if you knew how the universe started it's like you still got to pay taxes and shit so it doesn't it's true it's, so it's like it's not practical to be like oh no i know what the source of the universe is it's like you still have to get a job you can't just go and tell people what the, i mean you could that's literally a job right. is telling people the source of the universe but like which goes back to solomon right tell, you know where it's like, hey, like, you know, so, you know, what's the point of everything? Like, why? When you, if you got to do all this stuff, like, might as well enjoy it. But the fear of God is what brings meaning to, like, a lot that you do. Because, mm -hmm. like, at, at the end of the day, it's like, there's an end to the day. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And so it's like, why did I do what I did? You know, it's like, yeah, you still got to do it. But when you don't want to do it it makes sense and you can have joy in what you're doing because you have peace in knowing that there's a reason for everything and at the end of the day it's going to be all good but that's you know? like the the thing about it is like the you know i get that the bible is top tips is like this is useful for living a good life fine but then you're like you know knowing that it's like making it okay because you know god loves you it's like is that just like to placate you know just the fact that humans are are just can't like you will break if you don't have this little like cork in here so it's like this is just to make sure people don't you know freak the fuck out you just tell them this little thing and it'll keep everything running solid but in the end of the day it's meaningless because god is just like fucking humming and white light and it's not like he's like oh i love that dude it's just like yeah. the whole time but we just tell ourselves that so we can sleep at night yeah it's well it's, it's that but it's also like again like what is the relationship between living sort of the right way or the good way mm. and just you know it's best for human living this is like oh yeah, yeah you know humans should eat this much lettuce it's basically that but just for applied to every aspect of right. life how is that kind of making the big humming white noise how is that making it happy does that make it happy when you know is that just because it the system should function right why why is there why is there disorder you know why right. is there chaos if is, is the system built to be perfect or is it perfect because it has the disorder like what the what the fuck is going yeah. on josh 
<laughs> that was pretty legendary right there I think but yeah I mean I think if you and that's, that's what I would say I did the way I did look at it before that's where I was said uh, I know what's I know the right way to live life I know the secrets to the universe mm. these people are idiots mm. no, they don't get it you know if everybody just knew the right way to live everybody would just live a better life mm-hmm. that's what I thought but no I do believe that God is love and I I really do believe that. But what does that mean? What that means is, and you said, like, you think the Bible is a, a like a guidebook. Mm-hmm. And I will say respectfully, like, you know, I will, I will say that, like, that is just, I just... It's, no. just, it's just not like I'm just like here to tell you like I mean I haven't read the Bible so I know I, yeah. and so this is <laughs> I know <laughs> well you know so it's like you know a lot of the book is the history of like the Hebrew or Jewish people mm-hmm. it's not like do this don't do this it's <laughs> okay. like you know some of that comes in the New Testament like mm-hmm. the Christian you could say just the exclusively Christian part mm-hmm. after Jesus where it's like okay so how do we do this mm-hmm. you know and that's an important part of it but like a lot of it is like poetry mm-hmm. a lot of it is prophecy a lot of it is some of the, like ecclesiastes there's like three books that are considered wisdom books two of which aren't even stories proverbs and ecclesiastes mm-hmm. there you go um that's the handbook that's the all the handbook stuff you're going to get in the whole well, bible like proverbs is like what it sounds like it's just like a bunch of proverbs and stuff mm-hmm. like that that's like this this is just good general principles for life mm-hmm. like if you do these things like there's chaos in the world but like by and large if you work hard that's like good mm-hmm. and if you don't work that is bad you're a fool <laughs> that's like proverbs uh-huh. the vast majority of the bible is not that it's it's the story and the history of God and his people, mm-hmm. the Hebrew people. And it's like, why did God choose the Jews, right? Or why did God choose the Hebrews? Yeah, why does he have people? No, like, like he, didn't, he didn't just be like, they look cool. <laughs> like, the way I read it is he made them. Mm-hmm. Abraham, right? Who is Abraham? Father Abraham had many sons, many yeah. sons had five. Right? God goes to him and is like, I'm picking you, bro. You're going to be the one. And he pulls him out of this, you know, and then he, and then Genesis tells the story of like between Abraham and Joseph, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like breaking down like the story from there to like in the 12 tribes of Jacob, right? Israel, Mm -hmm. like the Israelites. That's like Abraham's grandson, I guess. So it's like, it tells the story of a family and how it grows and then joseph becomes prince of egypt mm-hmm. right you saw that movie as a kid maybe not that's fine that's the cartoon one wasn't that moses? Yeah, it, was, it was moses right because joseph brought his family down to egypt and they grew there for 400 years mm. and now they're in egypt and now it's like this is not a guidebook this is not telling you how to live life this is a story <laughs> that's that's genesis and exodus and then what god does is he brings them out from egypt and the torah is made up of the first five books so genesis that's like a storybook that's like okay i i was having a conversation with someone else recently that that they their view of the bible was like oh it's like greek mythology mm. or just like it's telling a bunch of stories of like and that's how we got fire mm. you know it's like well they do a little bit of that in the first 12 chapters 
right? Mm. But then after that, it's Abraham and the story of him and his family. And so, how is that like connected? Why are they like, and the, the, you know, they made the world, and then they're like, yeah, blah 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 blah, and then now focus on Abraham, cool guy. Because like, so the the first five books of the Bible, <laughs> what it is, what it's doing is it's giving an identity to the people of God and who God is, mm-hmm. right? So that's why Leviticus is largely a book about laws. It's one of the most boring books in the Bible to read mm. because it's like repetitive. This is how you do this. It's laws, laws in terms of like how you should live and interact mm. as well as ceremonial laws. Okay, wash your hands before doing this. Wash your hands after doing this. You know, and there's some really funny ones in there. But like, that's like what that is because it's telling them and it's giving this group of people an identity mm. from God. Okay, this is what you're going to do. This is how you will be distinct from other peoples. And Numbers is telling, is doing more of that, Hmm. but then it's telling more stories of how they were wandering in the wilderness before going into the promised land. Hmm. Deuteronomy, that's the fifth book, Hmm. is telling the story of, um, it's it's Moses, just basically giving a summary of the, the last like three books and one final warning to them. Hey, if you follow God and you know, he rocks with you, the old covenant. All right, I'm not getting, I'm getting into too much stuff here. But like, no, it's, good. it's establishing it. the identity of the Hebrew people. Mm-hmm. And the reason that Genesis, the first 12 chapters, does what it does is, it's like, well, who is God? Who is this guy that's, you know, super that, chill? That's like, who who is the God of these people? Because mm-hmm. back in the day, Everybody, every people, everybody, it is just like, oh, I worship this God. Oh, I worship this God. Mm-hmm. Very different than now, post, you know, mm-hmm. polytheism mm-hmm. is where we are. Um, and so that's where, like, the creation story, you know, some people argue you could still have an evolutionary perspective on this and stuff like that. Because the whole point of it is just to establish that this God is the most powerful God. He's the one who made everything. He mm-hmm. is the God. And that's why it said he made everything. And it tells us creation story. talks about Adam and Eve. We get the problem. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve tells us the problem, right? Mm-hmm. You had Adam and Eve and said they walked with God daily. So they were at peace with God. Everything was good. They were cooling. And they had one job. They didn't do it, right? But it's like, what, the, what does that mean, though? Right. What you know? Why? Why would? Why would the all-powerful God just make a garden mm-hmm. with that, like some animals and well, two people just hanging out? And, and this is where the first chapters in Genesis everybody can read. They're pretty readable, mm. and they're the most important. I gotta be mm. careful. I gotta be careful. I say, <laughs> but but they they help us like put things in perspective, where it's like God decided to make everything. Why did He decide to make everything? That's a good question. I think it's ultimately so that he can be worshipped and glorified. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah, but it'd be whack if someone, one of us did it. But what if a I think human, he's worth it. So if a human, like it's a, I don't know, like it seems, isn't that vain of like, I why'd you make this? Like God's friend comes over, and he's like, oh cool, what you making there? It's like I made this little ball so they can all pray to me. It's pretty cool, right? It's like, yeah, but none of us are worthy of that. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, what you know what I mean? It's like, why? Why did mm. why? Why not just like not do that? Well, from my perspective as a Christian, as somebody who does worship God, I think that He is worthy of it. And I think He is what He said He is. You know what I'm saying? 
he is deserving of all the praise and stuff like that and it's worth it but i can see from the jump why somebody's like that sounds crazy because yeah if any person were to do that we'd be like that's vain you're whack for that mm. but but ultimately i think some of it is just like love too i believe that like god is love that's the answer and so he makes everything he said yeah this is good like i made you know the story right he made everything he made man last mm -hmm. according to the story right um and he says let us make something in our own image mm. and so then he makes man this is what separates us from everything else we're made in the image of god so we can for example worship god and things like that and he says okay you have a job and your job is going to be to name all the animals and to cultivate the garden right mm. and and then it said he walks with god daily so god made somebody that's like like him you know in the sense of like can appreciate even the beauty around him mm. and things of that nature so like to me that's where i see like our role is like to worship god and to care for the world and mm. to care for one another and so that's why murder is wrong because you're killing somebody made in the image of God. Mm. So you're disrespecting God when you kill somebody. But anyways, and so he says, you know, but he gives Adam the choice, Adam and Eve the choice, right? He said, if you don't want to be here, you don't got to be here, that's fine, mm. <laughs> basically. You know, and they, they chose against God. And so then that's, that's where we have this separation between us and God. God's over there. He's perfect, he's great, yada, yada, yada. And then we're over here and things are messed up. We're supposed to be taking care of the world and maybe we're kind of destroying the world, mm. you know? And now it's like, things are all messed up. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to be Christian to recognize that the world is a messed up place. Mm. There's wrong stuff in it. We've been talking about that for a while now. And that, you know, no one's perfect. But and just... that's the problem. The world's a messed up place. We're all messed up, too. How do we fix that? But, like... It's so That's the question. And it's so it proposes the question at the beginning. Well, That's like, what it does. Why? Why make Why make the stuff? Why not? Because, like, I, I thought about it as, like, you think God's just, like, lonely? And so he makes this thing like him because it's just, like, I am everything. But you're just, like, huh? So I'm, I make me but different so I can watch it or something. Or, like... I don't know or like i mean i think it's kind of a cop-out answer to be like he is he knows more than us you know you can never understand why kind of thing maybe i mean it works but it's kind of like that's not what i was looking for i was looking for oh because you know he likes blah 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 you know we're in his terrarium i don't um, know but it's, it's like why do you like making legos you know what i'm saying it's like like why is that cool to you monkey like brick i don't know <laughs> you know it's like why did all of us boys love playing with legos as a kid why do we all love building and creating something mm. why do we love art you know I mean, what i'm yeah, saying yeah we like create order like it is to, to like creating is human you know you're not like i have and some people like destroying i mean i've definitely smashed my my fair share of rocks in my day yeah but it is a um I don't know. It's it's like what we were talking about before of like the order to disorder thing. Yeah. And you're saying like it starts out in disorder or it starts out in order and it leads to chaos. Mm. And that's kind of the the um yes. the cause for it. Um yep. and I don't know I I heard something so like a YouTube video about enthalpy or entropy, which is entropy, like yeah. dis disorder. Mm -hmm. And it was like 
it's like the the systems of the earth mm-hmm. lead to entropy increasing way faster yeah than if it were just regular you know what i mean it's, mm. it's like it's like the the order burns through shit so fast that like we're getting this energy from the sun and then we like burn it off all this heat and stuff like that and like i'm kind of butchering it but it's like the tools the orderly tools allow Mm. you to create chaos at like a faster rate interesting um i get i guess that makes sense and it's not not left to the world's natural devices mm. yeah but it's and it's i don't know i think of it it's, it's like there's like statistically they say like if the world's like a bunch of fuzzy particles, yeah, right? It's just like floating around everywhere. Sometimes, statistically, the particles are going to be over here. Sometimes, they're all going to be over there. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be statistically one point, you know, whatever low chance it's going to be, there's a one in a kajillion chance that all the shit's going to be in one spot at one time. Right. And maybe that's like the precursor to the Big Bang. So it's like, you know, everything ends up at one spot at one time and then it explodes, the universe is created and then it all fizzles and it slowly crumbles and destroys itself as like the heat death of the universe. All Everything turns into just a warm, vibrationally neutral soup of just pure medium. And then it's just mediuming around, mediuming around, blah, 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 blah. And then eventually, if yep. you medium times infinite, at a certain point of time, you're going to get everything really high in one spot and then Big Bang all over again. I think that's a theory for the creation of the universe. I don't know. It's not really... Eh. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot where I was going with that. But it's like... Um, Talking about entropy, right? And yeah. order but, and chaos. But it was before... The, oh, I was, it, this is more like a, like a little theology question, but it's yeah. like... It, the fact that God told them not to eat the apple and they ate the apple isn't like the apple doesn't give them sin they sin before they eat the apple by uh, eating the apple yeah. so is is it not like they had sin before they ate the apple to me that's temptation i think they were they were tempted mm-hmm. to do wrong and the act they acted upon disobedience by eating the apple god said don't eat this and then they did it you know it's like but then that would mean they weren't perfect to begin with because if they were perfect, they would never would have eaten it. I don't know if I said they were perfect. I, th- that's my like theolo- theological, sure. like it was that's, good. that is original sense. It was good. So they, they were would... innocent. I would say they were innocent. Mm. Um, they were told, okay, you don't do this. You know, it's like a kid. It's, don't, eat, don't take a cookie from this cookie jar. Mm. At what point have they done that? You know, when did they do, when did they disobey their mom? when they took the cookie from the cookie jar, right? So it's like, that's that's where it's like, I, th- I think they were like innocent and then they had peace with God and stuff like that. And they walked with God daily because they had no sin, mm-hmm. right? What did they do as soon as they did that? They realized they were naked. Mm. I don't, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't fully understand the, sig- the full significance behind the nudity and stuff like that mm. and realizing I'm naked. Uh, I have thoughts on that at times where I think it's relevant, but that's that's where I'm at. But then they hid from God in their shame. Mm. And that's because they knew that he was righteous. That so. is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Why do we wear clothes? Yeah. What the... F- yeah, why are people like, oh, I'm... Because, na- you know, like, that's such a very, like 
personal. It's not like everybody goes inside and they're like, oh, it's climate control. You can take off all your clothes now. Yeah. People are like, hey, don't be like showing me that body part. Nobody's like, oh, you have your hands out. Although it used to be like shoulders for women or something like well, that. Well, it's but, different in different places, but there's still all the way around the world. There is still at least a line at a certain point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's some places like in Europe, they're, they got new beaches. They're more cool with that or whatever. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, people still walk around with clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Like daily life. I think that's more of like a reaction. Like the nude beaches aren't like us being okay with nudity. It's like the fact that nudity is forbidden that it's like, okay, this is the one spot where yeah. it's like that you're kind of like, ooh, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, I just want to be naked on the beach. Like there's no nude forest, but why do, why do we people want to be naked on the beach? I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, so the, I've heard a lot of different thoughts and perspectives on that. And I think it does come into relevance. I, I think, did you see Oppenheimer? Mm-hmm. Okay. In Oppenheimer, you know, a lot of people, there's a controversy because it was a Christopher Nolan movie. Mm-hmm. Most people, like myself, weren't even thinking like there was going to be nudity or, or sex stuff in mm-hmm. there. But then there was, mm-hmm. right? And people were like, you know, I don't care, but, you know, it just really wasn't necessary. <laughs> and it's like, you know, me as a film, you know, art guy, I'm like, well, you know what? I disagree. I, I would be completely fine. Would rather have had it not in there. Mm. But what did he do with it? The dude Oppenheimer, he was fully exposed. He was naked and she, with the, the girl, mm-hmm. the side girl, that's, you know. Yeah. And he was fully exposed there, right? What they did with that and why they did that, I think, why Christopher Ronald did that, is because that was like his moment of being fully exposed, completely barren, mm-hmm. completely see-through. Like he was being him fully himself there mm-hmm. with that woman. That's where he was like most himself in some ways. Like completely, she could see through him in some ways. Mm-hmm. And when the investigative team brought it up, what did Christopher Nolan do? He put Oppenheimer in there naked mm. because it's like he was exposed. And the dirty, dark, secretive part about him that he wouldn't want anyone else to see or know about, let alone his wife or these strange men, mm-hmm. has now been exposed, right? When we mm-hmm. talk about being exposed, new, exposed. Yeah. <laughs> and so, to me, I think it's like, it is like, it's like a metaphor, I guess you could say, in our brains that like we all just like, that's just in us. That's yeah. just like, we are aware that like, like we have to protect ourselves. And like, I think that's where it's like, you know, when they ate from the, and they lost innocence, they realized they were naked and they were ashamed. I'm like, why would they be ashamed? It's mm-hmm. husband and wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think they realize it ain't safe it ain't safe out here you know what i'm saying Mm. and so that's why and so i don't fully know the answers there but that's what i'm starting to see and so like we all have this guilt we all have this shame and we've all done stuff that's wrong and you know like what what do we do with that it's weird though because like thinking about it's like you know like roman bathhouses and shit all these people are just like walk like all these dudes are Mm -hmm. naked or like i'm sure like in the 50s like locker rooms just dudes being naked walking around yeah and it's kind of like you know at least for me as a modern guy going into like a locker room in a gym i'm like if some dude has his dick out i'm gonna be like whoa like 
put yeah. your dick away <laughs> but right. like yeah i don't know and maybe there's something different it's like okay maybe nudity has changed with time and like how it's wrong but i definitely like that sentiment of like being nude in front of somebody is a very like that's very personal you know it's it's deeply personal and it's like they can fully see you yeah they see everything and it's mm-hmm. and it's you know I, that's just it I, is it's an insane experience have you ever thought about like if somebody does anybody in your life any one person could look at and see every single thing that you ever did in your entire life every single thought you had mm. would they still ever associate with you uh you know it'd have to be a very giving person and i think i think that's where it's like nudity is like a very physical mm. representation in a lot of ways of that like very spiritual reality mm. if that makes sense yeah well i mean and i you know like most of your body i'd say is covered by clothes depending on how much you wear what you're wearing but like you can make it so if there's a part of you you want to hide if it's not your hands or your face you can hide it yeah so you know it's very much like any part of your body that you don't like like is just like any part of your mind you don't like you can hide this from somebody Mm -hmm. else and so you're just being like nah like i have this scar that i don't show anybody i have these tattoos i have these you know i did this this happened at some point and so Mm -hmm. here it is yeah powerful stuff it is and it it just makes you think man so yeah i think i think that there's a lot of things i think like a lot of sexuality is like helpful in our under like towards like understanding god in a lot of ways which is something that's hard for us to wrap our minds around because I think in America we're so loosey goosey with sex and we're so disconnected. Yeah, what do you mean by that? Like loosey goosey? No. <laughs> like, what do you mean the sexuality and God are so connected in that way? Or like, it's like, I think like it's our best chance of understanding the Trinity in any way, shape, or form because that's a whole very, very confusing thing. Mm. I think the best picture of that is like, okay, a man and a woman, when they love each other, they're just like one. That's what the Bible says. When a man departs from his father and mother and marries his wife, and they should become one. Mm. And so it's like they're fully united. They got the same last name, and they're just like one unit. Have you ever seen like those old couples? And it's like they're just like one person, basically. They just merged. Or like two people, when they start dating, they start to look like each other, start mm. to smell like each other, stuff like that. It's like mm. I'm not saying like that's a full picture of it nothing here really is but just like the, the two they're bonded yeah there is a connection that is that is you know it's more than just a leave it's like oh it's just like a paper contract it's like if you like i'd say that's like quote unquote marriage mm-hmm. but the idea of like human mating like bonding with your mate becoming mm-hmm a unit where you have a child and you are like she is my mate i am her mate kind of thing when you mate when you fully mate as a human that is a very i mean it yeah it changes your brain like that's something like especially as like this is like part of me yeah and like if you've been in a relationship with somebody you know that like your brain gets fucky like it it does does, you know and and, what what starts happening you start to let little things go too mm. you know and and like I think like a lot of it is like it is helpful in understanding like 
how God sees us too um, by the love that he has for us he calls us his children and stuff like that mm. the relationship between parents and like children and stuff like that is something that like he, he like is in the Bible a ton and stuff like that so like the family unit the family structure sexuality like a lot of that stuff that stuff that helps us understand like how is it possible that we could be like like you were talking about earlier it's like how could you like communicate talk with god like how does that relationship even work at all mm. you know and it's like those are imperfect broken examples right but like everything is here because everything is corrupted mm. here by sin so but just like that that connection and that care um so jesus is characterized as the bride <laughs> the bridegroom Hmm. And the church is characterized as the bride in the sense that in like, you know, you got to be, you'd have to be careful when you say this now, but like a man is like supposed to sacrifice for the woman in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Right. There's that picture. Um, and in the same way, Jesus gave himself up. He died mm-hmm. for us and stuff like that. And so there's like a lot of like, symbolism and analogies there that are used that can help us kind of understand it and there's some things that's like how many parents have you heard say it's like oh you just don't know until you've had kids how it really is Mm. you know or you don't know until you've been in love yeah like what love is and what it requires yeah you and this you know when you know kind of thing and that's like that's what like brings like joy to life and stuff like that getting Mm. to know god and then oh then you get married it's like i understand god in a completely different way Mm. and like i have so much more love for god and the love that he's had for me the unconditional love because now i know how hard it is to love this person every day because now Mm. the more i know them the more i realize this person sucks (laughs) you know she keeps farting all the time (laughs) (laughs) stuff like that and like yeah, and that that's what brings joy and meaning to life and stuff like that and the little things. So And that's such an interesting thing, like like when it, you know, going back kind of I guess to the Bible being the handbook, which isn't mm. again it's not fitting, but like when you discuss these things that aren't just like, you know, the fucking soup rules in Leviticus or whatever the yeah. fuck, but it's like, you know, you're talking about like human mating. And, and and like the roles that humans take mm-hmm. just like you know evolutionary like being like oh like the man is the protector and the woman is you know like she you know creates mm-hmm. the child and that's sort of like why the man you know the man is bigger but they're more like expendable and so it's very much like you know you're bigger but the whole point of you is to die because the woman's the one who mm-hmm. makes the kid kind of thing but like I, you know, and I don't want to get too bogged down in the weeds with all that sure, stuff. Yeah, but it's, I got to be careful with that too. You know, it's like I'm not. I don't worried. want to say anything heresy. No, but. I think it's just like you know, honestly, like if we honestly express our opinion, it's not like a problem. But yeah, um, I think it's just like when you talk about like such foundational, like you know, like love or like what mm. it feels like when you have a kid. It's like this isn't like day to day wash your hands bullshit. This is like no. core to what it is to be alive you know yeah like it is so it's so like deep in people it's it's you know it's like it's indescribable it's really like yeah. you know describing love is like you can't it's not like 
something that can be written down it's just like this is it's like describing a color you know yeah. it's like this feeling is just it's another level language yeah. is like powerful enough for it and it's so just interesting to talk about it be like you know again what the what the fuck but like right it, it's yeah. just like how how you know it's like okay best way for monkey to mate or like what does it mean for monkey to mate we will be closing in 30 minutes. Oh. Again, we will be closing in 30 minutes. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, it's, it's you know, you're just, like, I don't know, talking about it, kind of talking about what the proper way is of, right. like, how the species kind of works. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, you know, a dog should eat this. You know, like, you should walk your dog. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, what is proper care for for your human being? But you are yeah. the human being. It's like, okay, no, you should find a mate like this because, really, your brain is better suited to, like, a permanent mate. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're having sex with a bunch of people, it'll fuck up this part of your brain, maybe. Or, like, yeah. it changes your brain in a way that's, like, oh, this can lead to problems somehow. Yeah. Or, like, it, it's, it's... And then also, like, just applying that to other sectors of like greed or something it's like oh if you want to help like keep your human happy you want to give them a job because they need that and then they want to take pride in their work and not be lazy right. or like you know humans really like doing drugs but you got to be careful not to give too many drugs to your human or else they'll go all crazy and they ruin their lives or like yeah. I don't know it's very like when you talk about those like core things not like as peripheral as like mm-hmm. oh you should wear a headscarf in church or something like that it's like yeah. you know you can have there's obviously places for those details mm-hmm. but it's like where how does like praying connect to that of like monkey needs mate versus like monkey yeah. needs to think and ask for things like yeah. you know it's like what what is pray why why you know mm-hmm. why do and and people do it everywhere Mm-hmm. Even for different gods, you know, they they sacrifice things to like idols or something like that. They ask the universe. They talk like even Native Americans talk to the spirits, right. and they think they're spirits and everything. And you talk to them, and you're like, why? Why does monkey do that? Why? Why? Right. You know, because like animals, there's no animal with fucking religion. I mean, there's no animal with microphones. You know, yes. but like, it's just like what the fuck? Is, what the fuck is going on? Right. I don't know how many. And it, it gets, I, it's so interesting when you look at us and we can sit here and talk all we want from our Americans' perspective mm. and talk about nudity. Uh, but around the world, it looks like I had to wear pants when I was in Tajikistan. I'm a man. I was wearing, I, they're like, you should probably wear pants here. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, what do you do when. Because you're like naked with shorts? No, like, it's just a modesty thing. Uh. Modesty doesn't just apply to women. So huh. it's like, it's like, that what you you can you can even get in a corner some of these questions and think we find the answers and then go wait a minute but these cultures do it completely different and they're fine mm. you know what i'm saying but then and then there's also the other layer of like okay this com- culture is completely different they do stuff completely different with this but they still all believe everybody still believes they all worship something you know what I'm saying? Mm. Humans are made. To, I say humans are made to worship. Mm. It's just like we worship everything, you know. So, I think in America, like we're taught, try to like worship yourself, you mm. know. But, you know, it's just it gets interesting too when you look at like okay, well, what like 
there's so many differences what are the similarities mm-hmm. you know can we hone in on anything here and yeah I think like again the Bible is like it's a super it's a super book bro <laughs> it's like it's a mix of like stories writings everything but it has a one through line and reading it it's just like yeah I feel like I do okay I, I'm getting a picture I'm getting a sense of who God is the more I get to know who God is the more I feel like I understand my role in the universe mm. in some ways I'm like okay I have more perspective on who I am and what I'm not mm. you know what I'm saying and it gives perspective to like why does monkey have microphone mm-hmm. it's like okay well I'm made in the image of God you know what I'm saying it's like okay well I have purpose here God like, have microphone <laughs> <laughs> right well like you we were talking about well why did God make everything why did he do that it's mm-hmm. like well why do we paint why do we make movies you know it's like why do we create art like because we're bored I yeah I don't know it's like does God get bored but it's like it's like I think it's like part of like the nature and character of God is a creator mm. and that's reflected in a lot of us we're, we're creators and we're, we make things and stuff like that and so it's like I think like when we make art and stuff like that it is glorifying to God mm. and that's why it's somebody who's like an artist can have pride in their work because they're like man like I want to capture the beauty of what God has made. Let me make this beautiful painting and stuff like that. In the same way that God created this, I'm just going to create a painting that's a reflection mm. of what God is. And that's what we are in a lot of ways, a reflection of who God is. And so, you know, you got to be careful with that because, you know, there are things that are of God and there are things of that are like just sinful that are us acting in rebellion mm. of God like chaos and destruction (laughs) right so i don't but it's like that is well i mean talking about the things that are similar mm because there's like you know why create the chaos maybe it's sort of a yin yang thing but um like thinking about like the through lines like Mm -hmm. monkey make baby monkey make technology yeah monkey eat food food you know it's sort of like the the things like you have to have right you have to have shelter you have to have food you have to mate is that i guess that's it really like and then you know i guess as the fourth sort of leg on the table is like Mm -hmm. you gotta pray to stuff or monkey need monkey want religion and it's like where did that come from though yeah because it's in like that doesn't feel essential going to like when you were saying like we focus on ourselves here in America and, yeah. and like I think like Nietzsche said like oh God is dead or that's a paraphrase but you know what I mean it's like right. if you have no forward goal of like you know you're trying to do something for this being like oh I have to do this for God it's like well who yeah. am I doing this for it's like okay well I'll do it for somebody mm-hmm. or I'll do it for something so I'll do it for the animals. I'll do it for myself. I'll do it for people who I like. Yeah. So that's where you get like wanting the attention of people for yourself, wanting money, power, all of those vices for yourselves. Um, people who I guess maybe people don't really want anything. They just want to feel like just for the sake of feeling. So that's where they yeah. chase drugs or something like that. Feel good. There's people who fight for animals. And like I don't know the fucking vegans like that's their god is the and people have described sort of things like social justice as their religion a religion because it's like what what is my purpose well my purpose is 
to give myself to other people mm-hmm. rather than giving yourself to God or giving yourself to yourself. Um, yeah. But it is sort of like, why does why does monkey brain need that? Maybe it's necessary to like like it's coupled with the need for building things it's like why am i building this oh well for for whatever for myself for somebody else for god versus like monkeys don't build anything because they don't have any they don't have any impetus to do something for something they're just Mm -hmm. like hungry eat rather than like why am i here or like yeah it's, it's not exactly correct but like you know like there's some like why Again, you know, we go back to the question of why. It was like not just what, but why. Yeah, why? We've been doing a pretty good job at what for a long time, exploring what. Oh yeah, explore. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I guess we got. At least we got the atoms and quarks. That's not bad. Yeah, that's crazy. But like, (laughs) but we, you know, science isn't. It's not going to fully. I don't know why. Where we got this idea, like if we just can figure out the what of everything like that'll just satisfy the whys you know well i think they're like tied i suppose of like tied, yeah like why you know why does water melt or something like that like why does this happen well because i know what this is i know how it works seeking so i know order. why seeking order so it's like it's it's connected of like um you know what is this and then you can know how to manipulate so you know why things do things what they are you know why water is water because you know what water is right and so you know why it acts the way it acts um but it is weird saying like what is human and then we know why so we think we know why like we try and understand our brains and then we think we know why we do certain things but i mean the amount of complexity in the brain to where it's like have you ever thought of um like when you hear something, right? When I say chicken, mm-hmm. you feel the vibrations of the of chicken, yeah. and then you can translate chicken into yeah. like a full. You recognize it as a full word. Yeah, you might instantly. even picture it spelled out. You the symbols, so you instantly connect the visual and mm-hmm. audio, and then you can picture what a chicken is. Yeah. And then you can formulate, well, how do I feel about this chicken? Mm-hmm. And then you can instantly give me something back. And it, like before, you, you know, you don't even. Yeah. Don't even think about it like, like that. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but like people who have strokes, there are certain like disconnects in. Yes. Like, like yeah. you can't. It's like you won't be able to recognize what a screwdriver is if you see it on a table. But if somebody moves something like a screwdriver, you think it's a screwdriver. I've thought about this recently. I was, I've, I've noticed this a couple of times recently. I've caught myself. I try and catch myself in these things all the time where I was reading in the comments and it's, this is so random, but it's, it's just like, it was like some, somebody like hunting somebody or whatever. Mm. And in the comments, it said, Miguel, when a 15 year old does whatever, mm. or something like that. And like my brain, when I read the word Miguel, I had no, I didn't know what Miguel was, mm. but something in me told me that that was about spider-man and i was like miguel's not spider-man mm. i don't know where i got that from but then i opened the comments of that comment and it was like oh he's talking about Mo- miguel o'hara the the spider-man that was chasing spider-man in the new spider-man movie or whatever i don't know if you saw it uh-uh. there you go <laughs> <laughs> but it's like my brain knew 
to connect the word to Spider-Man before I even mm-hmm. knew the connecting piece there. Mm. I'm just like, that's crazy. That my brain, my brain knew to connect this word to Spider-Man before I could even remember why it was connected to Spider-Man. Yeah. Sometimes I'll type and it's not like, like I remember they told you to like mm. memorize where everything is on yes. the keyboard. I never did that. But I no know if I'm like, I want a word, I kind of like just feel where the right buttons are. But I couldn't tell you, okay, is here. I just start like moving my fingers and I just, oh, yeah. it, they know where the letters are. And like, if I think about it, then I fuck it up. But if I just kind of be like, Apple, I would type Apple. And you're just oh, like, man. and I'm like, I don't know how to type, but I know how to type. And I'm just like, you're so right. And it's so like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck? <laughs> You know? Like, how did I do that? You know, like, or or, or or when you're driving, you know just how much of the steering yeah. wheel to turn. Like, how is it that when you're on the highway and you want to slide over in the lane, you know exactly how it's to just slide over? You just do it. Versus like when you're turning right, you know how to turn all the way 90 degrees. How is everybody not just fucking on the highway and just going into the wall? Like, or like, how do you know how to walk just because you saw somebody? You're like. I could probably wiggle my legs like that or like you feel balance yeah. or like you know where your hand is like you know what I mean it's not like like I I know my hand is there but it's because I know how like the joints are you're not you know you're not like looking at your hand you know it's over here when you you're can like, like catch a ball or something move. yeah yeah exactly you're not like I'm actuating my elbow or something like that you ever thought of, like like when you feel what the what the fuck is that? What is, how do you you know like when you feel something? <laughs> how do you like, feel something? Like you feel it and like you. <laughs> I sound I like a high. It. You, you yeah. feel it and it's like uh, you just feel it. you're like oh it feels this way. You're like what do you what do you mean? It like, feels different than my hair. And that's something um uh, I don't know if you know <laughs> if you've heard of Sam Harris. Yeah. Um he I've I've done some of his like meditation app stuff. And like he talks about like you are not your consciousness kind of thing like consciousness is separate from like not only like are you you know it's like you are not sitting behind your eyes mm-hmm. really or like you're you know you hear stuff and it's not like you actively like you can't turn it off yeah. if something makes a noise you hear it just it flows like water into your body like right. without your choice and so it's like okay that happens but also it's like your thoughts kind of happen like that too where it's like you don't know where your thoughts came from right. so it's like you can kind of even step back from your thoughts and just kind of like just just exist almost yeah and it's sort of like separating consciousness from thoughts or like opinions or feelings or something like that to mm-hmm. just pure consciousness and then you're just sitting there and you're like what the fuck is that what the fuck is that you know like <laughs> yeah and then, but then, you still gotta pay your taxes and shit. So it's just like, what did you do all day? Eric? I, was, I just kind of like was like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, you need to go get a job. <laughs> it's, it's like, so it's like, uh, how do I? How do you? It's amazing how it's like, our minds work and our bodies work, and yeah, and just like yeah, how there's just so much in life. I don't know. It's all crazy. It's just so much. And then you got people who are like, life is awful. And it's like, there are like a lot of things that are really fucking awful. Yeah. And, and some people either don't have the opportunity or the ability, but like, I recognize, oh, but some people can't recognize it or don't recognize it. And it's like, why? 
should we have them be able to recognize it? Is their fault? Is it their fault they don't recognize it? Because sometimes I I'm just like this fucking sucks. I feel like shit. I just want to sleep. Kind no, of thing. I wasn't aware of it either. Yeah. And it's hard to just like when you're in a terrible mood, just be like, whoa, what the fuck is you know like, and then you're like. Oh, yeah, especially if you're like pissed off, somebody's just yeah. a dickhead to you. You're not gonna be like, "Hey, look, you can move your fingers." So they're gonna tell you to go fuck yourself because it's like, <laughs> that's, you know. That's can you like, imagine you just like run into somebody's car? You get in the fender bender, they get out of their car, they come over to you, and you're just like, you know, you can move your fingers <laughs> like this. <laughs> That's how you get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like this fucking idiot is trying oh to trying to make gosh. me feel better with that. I don't, you know, I, I don't, and it's like, you can't, you know, if you accept sort of like the, the Sisyphus way of thinking, it's like, you're not going to understand it. You can try. That's kind of fun, isn't it? But you're never going to get there. Yeah. It's just like, uh, 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 what are you going to do? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. What do you know? Uh, there you have it, folks. Yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. I think so. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts? or? No, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on again, absolutely. Josh. Thank it you was for having me. an absolute pleasure. It absolutely was. I um, love doing this. This is, this is so much fun. so much fun. All right. Well, thank you all for being here. Kiss, kiss. Love, love. Bye-bye. <laughs>